you got you have to be on the same level as everybody else as everybody else who yeah. you're partnering with or who you're trying to bring into the project yeah okay um what was it that you were telling me the other day um was it glenn yeah um so i went to go see glenn because i bought a sweater from him uh-huh. um so our friend of the show uh glenn glenn cortez um has a, a clothing brand called Super Villain Crew, mm-hmm. um, which I so far I've really liked his design, and a lot of it just has to do with. I feel that a lot of us here in town that work on clothing lines, and this is kind of like a very, Bias. I would say, controversial take, I guess. Oh, okay, uh, but a lot of people like focusing on making it like. Stockton Clothing Company or 209, 209 Clothing 209 Clothing and nothing against them obviously cuz I mean it's not my company so I don't really care but I feel like by doing that you kind of give yourself you close yourself off to um an audience already like you close yourself off into a pond yeah you know and it's one of those things where I love my town. I love my city. But when you do things like, I don't know, 209 Clothing, Stockton, Stockton Clothing Brand, things like that, and your main focus is always just being like, this is Stockton-based. This is for us, by us. Mm-hmm. Then it becomes just for you, by you. By you, yeah. And it's one of those things that you put yourself in a box right away doing that. And I personally have never been one to like to do that. The whole idea of having small and secure is a good one. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, with clothing, you kind of have the ability. Because unlike music and unlike art and unlike, you know, um, I would say even with like content creating, if you have your niche and you find your small, secure audience, Mm -hmm. whether it's like, 200 people or um 2000 people oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like if you that's still a small percentage pretty much yeah but it's, it's not billions and millions yeah, but yeah but if your 200 people gave you ten dollars each you know you're doing pretty good for the year yeah if you have another job also yeah if your 2000 people gave you ten dollars each you're doing you know you're doing fine. You're doing fine. Um, but. I think though. But when it comes down to like clothing, you want to be as broad as you can be. You got to have your image for sure. Mm-hmm. But you want to be as broad as you can be that you can kind of like give a big hug to everything else. The only thing though you got to be careful with stuff like that is who your audience is. So if your audience is hipster to chic to um, kind of like edgy okay if you if yours is hipster to edgy almost you know that's the audience you gotta look for and that's the broad as you say broad is just be as basic as possible yeah with not not a lot of um aesthetics or not a lot of um accessory builds with with clothing I, who I can give an example would be Alexis. She's in 
Michigan. Yeah. But her clothing, quote unquote, brand is thrift shopping. Mm -hmm. She thrift shops and promotes it. Yeah. On her now channel or no, her now Instagram page where she sells cross, uh, Across the country. Cross, I guess you cross country, right? Yeah. All over the states where people order it because they're all. Like looking for stuff. Vintage. They're all, they're all thrift clothes. Like they're literally thrift clothes. Either she's had or stuff she's thrifted before. And she's, she's lost a lot of weight because she's been working out and stuff. So she has tons of clothes that she's like, I can thrift. I can thrift shop now. Yeah. Without the worry of, does it fit? Does it not fit? Okay, I'm good at it. She's really good at it. Because even the clothes that she's wearing, I'm like, holy shit, they look really cute. People yeah. were complimenting her. And then, well, why don't I get into doing that? She's done it when she was living here in Stockton. She was thrift shopping like crazy. Oh, really? And I'm thinking, where do you find all this stuff? The Hope Chest. I went to thrift store down so-and-so. Uh, me and Brian went to Sacramento. We found hella thrift shops out there. And we bought yeah. a bunch of stuff out there. And I'm like. Really? I think the better places of thrift are definitely like cities. outside of town. Well, um, for so her, you, she's, she was saying in like, cities, it's expensive, yeah. but there's so many of them. Yeah. So you're looking at like Sacramento. You're looking at Roseville. Roseville you're talking about Galt. You're talking about like um, o- Oakland for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Livermore, even like San Francisco. Because like, even outlets, those, those outlets really you can't cool really spots. consider it thrifting either because they're technically they're already no, high yeah. priced items just discounted yeah but i mean i know when i say livermore i mean not not the outlets. not that not livermore outlets yeah <laughs> i'm talking about like no no the, the city middle. like even tracy yeah. like she was even saying there's stuff in tracy and lathrop that she remembers driving through and there was a one <clears> little <throat> thrift store there and she told brian pull over we yeah. gotta go she was always doing that and i never thought can you get into business that way you can and you can't because that's, that's the, what, she was do- that's the what thing, she's doing now. Because the thing is, is that you're you're removing the. I it's more of like people are paying for the convenience now, because something you may have bought for, let's say five dollars, mm-hmm. right? You can sell it for ten, because the thing is, because Alexis is driving. So all these places to find the clothes. Mm -hmm. She has to go through all the clothes, right? Mm -hmm. She has to make her money somehow for doing all that time. And if they're paying for delivery fee or if they're paying for shipping. Yeah. yeah. And and that's the thing. Like if you, and the thing is, if I see someone with like, I don't know. I don't, I can't think of anything. She lives, I don't know. If I see someone with a, like a, a vintage Taco Bell shirt. That I know I can probably find at a thrift store for like three oh. bucks and they have it for ten. I'm not I'll 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 spend the ten dollars on it. Her because, and Brian used to talk about how they went to the um uh flea market. Yeah. On um Westline? Yes. They would go to the flea market on Westline. I go, You guys gotta go to the one on El Dorado. Well, why? What's there? I'm like, it's a lot of little more shops, but I promise you a lot you'll of probably find more stuff. you'll probably find more stuff there. Really? I'm like, yeah, there's two sections of it. There's an indoor one and there's an outdoor. If I were you, go through the indoor because it's super easy, super quick. There's usually not a lot of places open. And if they are, you came at a good time because some of them are, they uh, counter open. 
So yeah. some open on certain days, some open on another day. She goes, yeah, the West Lane does that too. I go, but most of the time, if you go to the West Lane on a peak day, which is like, I think Wednesday or Thursday. Um, Their peak day, at least from what I remember, is Friday and Saturday. And they're open on Sunday also. But Are they Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? And the other one's um, <clears throat> Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Uh, West I know, Lane. I know El Dorado Saturday, Saturday and Sunday for sure. Yeah. I don't know about Friday. They're not Friday. And isn't West Lane's Wednesday, West Lane, Wednesday, West, Thursday? No, West Lane is Thursday, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, unless they added Thursday, but they do from, they do to Sunday. Oh, um, okay, okay. If I remember correctly, Galt has Wednesday and Thursday or Tuesday and oh, Wednesday. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Galt's the one that's Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah. Well, I told them because they would like going to the Delta one considering they live right here or they were living right here. Um, and she's like, I like Delta's because they have good food. I don't blame you. Like Delta's tamale yeah, place you know is always good food. They had a good Salvadorian place too. Yeah, they did. Um, but the West Westland one, she's like, I got a lot of cute outfits, jackets for cheap. I got Roland's all the Roland, uh, yeah, Roland's, Roland's cl- uh, toys. Yeah, most of them there, but most of them were all like gifted <clears throat> from people sending me. But I bought a bunch of books for him, and yeah. she had tons of books for him. But yeah. also from family members and stuff like that. So uh, besides them having a lot of help, they just liked going. They just yeah. liked because there's always something good there. And Alexis speaks Spanish. So does Brian. They both no, they both that. went to um, Mexico for vacation. And they and, learned. Well, she studied Spanish. When they went to Mexico, she was like, ner- she got nervous. She's like, fuck, I don't know any of these words. Like, And Brian... Because he is Mexican, he knew. He's like, I know it. I just can't speak it. So he'd oh. tell her to speak it, but he would like translate because they yeah, would talk yeah. to him. He goes, dude, when they speak fast, they spoke fast. He's like, some of them are like, okay, like slow down, slow down, say it again. I just dissed you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Slow it down. But yeah, Alexis was like, oh, I know that, I know that, I know that. So she had her little pocketbook already, and yeah, I was laughing when Brian told me all that. Um, no, from, from that, when we were talking about, about like working, working with, when you're working with a partner or with somebody in a, in a, in a project, you want to make sure you're a hundred. Oh yeah. You also want to make sure you're a little bit above a hundred. Yeah. And it's like, I was telling Glenn, um, who is a friend of the show. He has a clothing brand called, uh, super villain crew. And then, you know, I know this is going to be like a controversial take, but um, I feel like people that, you know, name their clothing brand after like the city that they're from, that I'm just joking. I know you're like I, repeating yourself. Um, no, but I was talking to Glenn and um, I was telling him about a project that I wanted to work on um, that was going to involve about nine other people um, besides myself. But I was telling them that I was talking to Coco about it. Oh, my God. Why am I so tired? Oh, that's right. I woke up at 7. Um, I was talking to Glenn, and I told them how I wanted to work on a project that involved about eight other people, mm-hmm. including myself, because mm-hmm. I did want to be a part of it. Um, and I was telling him how I was running the idea by Coco. And I think you were there when I ran the idea by Coco and Coco just kind of 
flat out told me like look if you're gonna do it you just let me know and i'll be down to do it with you but you got to understand that the more people that get involved into a project like the more hassle it becomes because if you have a meeting for nine people Mm -hmm. and only five people show up you can't have your nine person meeting meeting yeah and when it comes down to having dates and stuff like that if eight people show up and your ninth person isn't there for that specific date then you can't really work on the project with nine people and he's like the smaller the group the better and personally i wanted it to be like a nine person thing because it was supposed to be like judges yeah but at the same time you can't really do that if not nine people show up so i do want to i am gonna kind of like revamp the idea and maybe have it be like a five person thing Mm -hmm. but know that if it's a five person team that it has to be like have to show up you're like contractually obligated to show up and that would be the way to kind of go around it and even then the worst thing to say is money motivates yeah so without having some type of um cash flow to it not even cash flow but um incentive is that the word like if it has no uh, monetary benefits or monetary incentives then people might not do it yeah it might not be interested but that's where you want to it's like you have do you have the time for it do you have the interest of it like are besides your other job will you be okay with coming this time to this time to work in your part or do your part yeah and then sometimes people just fall out of it and it's like, no, I can't do this anymore. And that, and that's the thing, because I know people that like have been in business together or we're doing projects together and, you know, life happens for sure. And you're not able to do it. Um, I think one of the bigger things for sure, like, um, for example, like Markiplier and what's that other guy's name um, where they did Unos Anos. Um, it was a YouTube channel and they did the YouTube, they announced the YouTube channel, um, in 2019 and said, Hey guys, or I think it was 2018, Okay, but, um, either or they said, Hey guys, we're working on a YouTube channel. We're going to make a video every day. Mm -hmm. Um, but at the end of the year, the channel will be deleted. Markiplier says Markiplier and uh, somebody else. Okay. Um, That's weird. But the way it worked, though, you had those guys shitting out content. Like every every day. day. Yeah. But, you know, they did content for 365 days. And on the 366th day, the channel got deleted. But that channel did so successful that it had, I want to say... You know, it had Markiplier's subscription count numbers, yeah, and it had his partner's subscription numbers, like Build together. Up. Yeah. So not only do you create a network for your audience to network with another group, yeah, <clears throat> but you bring but in, you're bringing in more. You're bringing in more your your partner that you're you're but working with. But that's one of those like limited edition to. shits, you know. Uh, but that's what I'm saying because it was only two people working on it. Yeah. And then the way 
you know, at least from my understanding how Markiplier works and the other gentlemen work, they're like workaholics. Like they're just like pushing out content. Pushing out content. And and that's one of those things that makes a huge difference because if Markiplier would have teamed up with someone who doesn't push out content like that, let's say it's Markiplier and someone like Jontron who takes forever to push out a, a episode. Or and, Meaty Marley, who spends probably six months. <laughs> I'm just and, kidding, Marley. And, and that's what I'm saying. He like, only spends like four months, then he pushes out a video. <laughs> People give him shit all the time. And and that's what I mean. Like you have to you have to work with a group of people that are willing to make the same effort, not just for themselves, but for the group in general. And everyone should have their own role to take on. But at the end of the at the end of the day, like everyone is putting in ideas because there if you can't keep throwing coal into the fire, your yeah. train's not going to move. Yeah. Um, but I think that's a big thing because one of the one of the other YouTube channels that I've noticed a big kind of like um, slowdown on um, in their content was uh, Super Mega for. And I know because of like COVID makes a big difference. Because they can't well. do what they need to, Cause, or because their content was always like going places, and their content is definitely like they strive in doing their live video um, segments, and uh, but yeah. they can't go nowhere but because they can't go anywhere. It's like they're not motivated to do stuff, yeah. and obviously with them, it was like their office where they did their recording for let's plays and stuff. I feel bad for them too because they just moved out of the Grumps office yeah. to be in their own like super megaplex yeah and all of two like the beginning the ending of 2019 they're just kind of like yeah guys we i know we don't have content but we just started moving and we're gonna be in a new office they're and, so excited and they're start. super excited they did their christmas stuff last year at the office yeah. and then all of a sudden it's like boom covid, COVID. hit they're they can't even be there yeah like they're just we gotta adapt, honestly. Yeah. That's, and, and that's the thing that sucks too, because Ryan's been streaming. Yeah, Ryan has been streaming a Twitch. lot of like um, Sea of Thieves and stuff like that, mm -hmm. which is good because I know they on their podcast they were talking about how they um, how Ryan was gonna start streaming more, but because of that they kind of don't focus on their let's plays as much. Well, they can't. Well, I mean, it's not that they can't, but it's. There's nothing really out there right now that's yeah. And then they play they play Minecraft, which is pretty cool. Minecraft's always been popular, in my opinion. Minecraft. But at the same time, it's like, be what more can you kind of do? Can you imagine though if they? I mean, if tech savvy wise, if they can get into where live streaming and Tucker's, I will say Tucker. I don't know who's there. Jackson. Jackson's there. And Jackson just hits a flip, hits the switch, and you can see from both. Oh yeah, that would be pretty tight. That would be cool, like a live let's play. Mm -hmm. But you click it, or let's say Jackson clicks it, and it switches over to what to Matt's, what Matt's saying, and, and then stuff. what Ryan's seeing. Yeah, and, and he that, gets the visual for both. So if Matt's doing something <laughs> interested, he'll just switch over. Ryan. Yeah. Matt. Ryan. Matt. Ryan. That would, right, be, right. that would be that would be hard and i no, and, uh, but you know, i mean he'd sit there think, and watch with him yeah you know? and i think the bigger things the bigger thing that someone can actually do with a game to have like 
let's say for example like you and me you stream from your house and i stream from mine well that's partnering or, isn't it when you yeah, partner up you, with twitch you would do a co like a co-stream yeah um i think the one of the better ways of doing that also would just kind of be like you get one chat that's all that's why yeah. i'm like you get one chat and you don't have to worry about two different chats yeah i i would say in a sense of like streaming to one specific channel yeah um or having like one stream key to a specific channel but it's a it's kind of like a, a side scroller game I think that would be like the easiest way to still get that engagement. Mm -hmm. But instead of you streaming the game yourself, you're streaming your webcam to me and I stream everything to like a, a actual channel, channel or yeah. to a stream key or vice versa. Whoever has like the better internet, internet but they're much. all in one area. So yeah. you would just assume stream on one stream key we'll send it to you you post it yeah yeah and I, I i don't know i just think it would be i guess you would just need a lot more like experience you know mm -hmm. it's kind of like how um you were watching like the the virtual concert with john bellion yeah on thursday yeah thursday night thursday night yeah uh that was cool because like even to that like Watching the guy perform the sw switching of the cameras during a live show, that was like, oh, that's impressive. Because they spent a lot of money on whoever the director was for the live show. Yeah. He did a lot of work into it because he had a tripod. He had a um, on wheels camera moving back and forth. Yeah. But it was, I think it was remote controlled. Mm. And then he had one guy running around the studio doing like b-roll pretty much yeah is that what it's called yeah it's called b-roll where they're all up in their face and dancing oh, and moving uh, kind of yeah that would <laughs> yeah be, it would be b-roll that i don't know if it's technically b-roll but but it wasn't uh, it that's all being live yeah like that it's was not live the main. yeah because b-roll is technically like you would put that in later right yeah b-roll is the one where it's like if you and me had cameras right now like you would be like camera one camera two when we speak, it switches back and forth. And then, like, if we don't speak, there would just be, like, a shot of Tiger Lily. So and that's that's what B-roll would be. Okay. Like, the, sh the random shot from he had He had angle. one random shot where it's everything. Mm -hmm. And then another shot where it was on a motioned camera. Yeah. Which was not far. It was probably, like, this, this much. And it yeah. moved just super smoothly yeah so when he got up and walked it followed but it couldn't go too far so then as soon as it hit that meter the guy with the camera was pretty like much there following yeah, yeah following him and the way the cameras were the cameras were facing towards him but because he was so interactive with his band he would get up turn around and you're pretty much at that point you're seeing his back. Yeah. But that wasn't the whole entire video, which is cool. Because no, and because he's interacting with, he's trying to like interact because in, in all of his shows that you ever go to, he has sessions on his stage. Yeah. He has sessions with his with his artists or with his musicians. With like me, Lana went to our, our his first showing in San Francisco, and it was like in a bar. And there was like 50, maybe 40 people there. And I remember remember this because it was like, I didn't know who this guy was. She told me to listen to his music. I yeah. listened to it. Um, I only liked like three songs. But when we got there, 
it was an album that he was like that he released i knew like i said i only knew like three songs when we got in though his performance wasn't what was on this album it's like it's not like the album cut but it's like the um live just kind of like a live cut kind of like a free like a freestyle version of of what it is of or what it was because of yeah honestly because he he'd get into it what which i get sets like they understood their sets um but towards like the end when we were like yeah encore he got into this mode where he's like all right like what do you guys want to hear and then he would have all of us like scream out what they wanted to hear yeah and i remember was it jim morrison i streamed out oh uh, uh um Oh my god. Did you find the song? Yeah, it was Jim Morrison. That was the song. Oh, was it? Okay. Um, so we went to go see him perform the definition. Which of what? I, I swear there was no no. Okay. Uh no, the album is called The Definition. Of what though? The Definition by John Bellion. His album. And that was with Carry Your Throne. I think I showed you that one. Um, and uh-huh. Preoccupy. Or Human. That was the one I showed you. And Luxury. Because that was the one where he's like animated and he has like the candle and he's running around. Uh, I kind of remember the music video. Yeah. yeah. I was like, because they're now planning to do an animated series on that. Oh, really? Yeah. On he's that like, album? On that. Well, not that album, but this like little animated figure that they made mm-hmm. people were like oh you should do a series like because the storytelling for it was like really good yeah so he now they're planning on doing it hopefully soon but i'm gonna say probably like years like maybe two years from now because like i know because he says he's working on the storyboard Thank already you. but um it's the animation that takes the longest yeah it, it does yeah. yeah so he's like storyboards already on process we're still working on it i've been working night and day for it but you know, we and then with COVID hitting, it's just a little bit more harder to get together and work on it. But trust me, it's coming and it's coming, guys. So anyways, um, <clears throat> yeah, at towards the end, we would like go like, oh, encore. And he at that point, like, OK, cool. Um, I'm going to have you guys choose many of my albums, which were from at that time, only three. He should he should have Aaron Hansen work on the animation. No, because that's not his animation. That's yeah, not- I mean, because I'll never get done, but that's what I meant. It was a joke. Um, wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's so bad. Um, I wanted to ask you. Cause, uh, no, wait. Oh, go. Because I'm not done. Sorry. The virtual concert, though, was cool because um, besides, like, you got that, that experience of virtual, the virtual concert of him actually doing his normal performance that he does yeah. in his other concerts. Because me and Lana went to three of them. This would have been technically our fourth one to show up to, but because of COVID, yeah. Technically, it is your fourth, though. Yeah, well, that's four in a row. Like, he has not missed a year since he since he toured. Yeah. So this would have been his pretty much first year he missed, but came out around the same time. Because the last concert he did was in October. And that was in San Francisco in a bigger, like bigger, a bigger venue. venue. Yeah, it was yeah. huge. That venue was huge. I remember getting there late. And by the time I walked in through the door, he just started because whoever was um, opening for him already opened or Where played music. Where was it at? I don't remember. It wasn't at the Fillmore, was it? What's the Fillmore? Um, it's, in, it's in Japantown. 
No. Oh, no, because you didn't get a poster, huh? No. Oh, dude. You know what? The Fillmore is so cool in a sense of um, every show that the Fillmore has, mm-hmm. they create a, a, poster? a poster for the, the show. So I believe I have two posters for my shows in the Fillmore. One was for... Is uh, that the one that looks like a... Like a giant, like, fancy hall? Yeah. He had one of his shows there. Oh, okay. Yeah, one of the shows he had there. No. Yeah, the it film. was a bigger... It was a... It looked like, it looked like a... Uh, Sacramento's... Oh, I want to say Capital One. The, the um, Arco Arena? As big as that. Really? Yeah, it was huge. Okay. And I'm I'm thinking... And that's in San Francisco? It's in Frisco. I mean, it may not be that ginormous, but um, there was tons of fucking people. Yeah. Two two levels, three levels, actually. Okay. We were floor level, and then behind us was seating. Oh, okay. The floor level was just, it was just the floor. It was just literally dead floor. Yeah. That's where we were at. And there was so, it was so crowded. Like, you could smell people sweating. Like, it was just, <sighs> it was so bad. But I was like, I, you know what? I'm fucking grateful because I'm here. I didn't miss it. I literally came in at the exact same time because Alondra called me. She's like, where are you at? It's going to start. I'm like, I'm on my way. And then I oh hear it. I hear it from her phone. And I start singing. And she's like, you hear it? I'm like, dude, your, your phone's like. You're in the fucking concert. Fucking what do you expect? There. Well, she's outside. Oh, what? She's outside waiting for me. Not oh. outside the building. She's in the lobby oh, wow. waiting for me. And yeah. I'm like, I'm coming. And I'm running because I'm fucking six blocks away. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. That's so bad. Dude, I'm I'm kind of excited when everything. I guess That's so weird to say when everything goes back to normal. But I'm excited when you can actually go like dine in and stuff. Because um, I do miss going to Frisco. Um, I miss in a sense of going to Frisco from like the two or three times that we've gone since we've been together, but I miss it because we never go to Pier 39. No. And for me, Pier 39 is like the definition of like, you're a fucking tourist there. No, not like, really. Th- for me, it is because in a sense of everyone goes to pier 39 there's so much other shit to do in san francisco in terms of food me personally did we go to the taco shop on um in little vietnam no or vietnamese town no oh my god dude i'm i i went we went through china i remember me and d going we i think we went through chinatown or we passed through chinatown because i know we had to keep going because it was pretty much like us going (sighs) east west no east we were walking no because i'm thinking north north, but it's not north we were walking east east to pier 39 mission you said west mission to pier 39 i believe it's east yeah no it's west i was right (laughs) it was west east i I thought you said said west no it was west west fuck i think so it's west patrick um, but yeah, a weast. We had a walk weast to Pier 39. And I just remember it just, it was the worst fucking walk 
I've ever done in my life. Really? I was crying. Really? No, but I was so upset. I feel like because we had to go up. I feel uphill. like you were stomping like. Yeah. Oh, I, I was. I like, I I'm had so an attitude. I had an attitude. I was complaining the whole entire way. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh my God, you won't stop complaining." I go, "I'm gonna tell you like I told Joshua Gomez. I'll do it." But you're going to hear me bitch. I'm going to bitch the whole way I'm there. I'm going to bitch the whole the way there. Oh, my God, Because <laughs> I remember Joshua Gomez going like, Dom, you got to work out with me. Work out with me. Like, I get you good shape. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. I'm like, all right, I'll do it. But you're going to hear me bitch. Nah, you better not bitch. Well, then I guess I ain't doing it. Because either way, I'm going to bitch. <laughs> I'm going to bitch through the whole entire thing, through the whole entire process. So bad. To be ready for my bitches. <laughs> be ready for me to complain. For real. I ain't about that. Um, where was I going? Oh, he had an after party. John Bellion had an after party show yeah. after his concert, which he talked about a lot of his production, which I felt bad because it's like I don't really understand production like that. Like all of this I don't understand, so I don't know what to ask him. Yeah. But everybody kept freaking asking him. Would you do a collab with uh, Kid Cudi? Would you do a collab with uh, um, Jack Harlow? Would you do a collab with Rihanna? Would you do a collab? And it's like, he said it 20 times. Yes. Doesn't matter who it is. He'll do the collab. Yeah. He'll work on it with with them. Or if they want to work with him, he'll be happy to. Um, He did music, though, for Justin Bieber. And it was one of his recent songs, which I didn't. I kind of knew, but I didn't. Because there's music where you hear it and you go, this this sounds like this person type yeah. of music. Well, he is a songwriter. So it's one of those things where, um, like, for example, like you mentioned Frank Ocean, like Frank Ocean and Brandy and uh, even like Keisha Cole, like have written songs for like Rihanna. I remember um, for me, one of the biggest surprises when I was younger, because this was like. 2008 2007 uh-huh. uh p diddy or now puff uh came out with an album called press play oh yeah and um royce the five nine wrote like three-fourths of that album and then also like dr dre um but can you hear it and go oh yeah that does sound like gross work well i i wasn't a fan of royce the five nine during the time oh, okay, and okay. i wasn't really a fan of p diddy either but the the album with the song like last night i couldn't even get an answer yeah yeah that's a uh, like keisha cole and royce the five nine wrote that wrote it yeah, yeah so that's because keisha yep. cole was in that song anyways but a lot of the songs like if you see people like dr dre like i would say like dr dre um even snoop, Eminem, no? snoop at a certain time wasn't writing his own uh, music anymore but a lot of the songs, like in the Chronic 2001, um, and even in the original Chronic, like uh, and in in NWA, like you, Ice Cube wrote a majority of the music for Dr. Dre, in when he was in NWA. Yeah, Ice Cube wrote the majority of the music of Easy. So yeah. like MC Ren and 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 Ice Cube wrote music for both of those guys. Um, and like with the Chronic 2001, Eminem, Royce the Five Nine, um, Exhibit, 
And I remember, I think even like Snoop Dogg wrote music for Dr. Dre. So it's just the hey, thing. Hey, yo, Dre, I got something to say. Please wear your mask, guys. Please <laughs> uh, stay six feet apart. <laughs> Order takeout from local businesses only. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Um, kiss your children goodnight. Read them stories. But yeah, so I, I can see why. Like, um, I can see how, because you were mentioning earlier when we were thinking about, well, when we were talking about the topic of the, of his concert, like, you're like, man, like, he's so, he's just someone that's just kind of like, his stage presence is already there. Like, like his energy is already there. He's too good on, on the stage. Like, yeah. you could tell it's either he's practiced a lot or he's just, he's naturally good on stage. Yeah. Like, he's just, he's like, you see him and you go, that's a star. Because he's like meant to be up there. Yeah. And that and that's one of those things, though, that like I was saying earlier, too, where it's like um, you have artists like Frank Ocean um again I'll, I'll throw like brandy and Aaliyah and stuff like that who have been doing music since like the age of 13 mm-hmm. and we don't really know about the uh, these artists mm-hmm. until like for example with frank ocean we don't know about that artist until he's like 22 and the reason yeah. being is because like someone like frank ocean who was writing music for brandy for beyonce for uh rihanna mm-hmm. um and for pete and even for like someone like neo like all these artists that are kind of i don't want to say they're one hit wonders but they're artists that kind of just like they have a really good run for like two years and then they stop and you don't hear about them at all like that's not because they like flopped or anything yeah but it's more of the fact that they kind of just go they kind of pull the the homer meme where he goes into the bush. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you, for example, like Neo still writes songs for people. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you see more money in songwriting. Yeah. Than opposed to actually like recording your own music and se- and selling your music. Because for like for things like your image, maybe you're not the uh, again, you're maybe you're not that age anymore where you can do those kind of songs anymore. Or where it doesn't look okay to do those songs anymore. Because imagine someone like someone like Usher, you know, Usher. If if you Usher had kind of a hand in helping write the baby song. Oh really? By Justin Bieber, if I remember correctly. Oh, but, uh, okay. So I was just gonna say that uh, Justin Bieber came out with a song. Is it stuck with you? Stuck in the middle with you. No, okay, so it was holy. Um, okay, and the he, song John Bellion wrote it. Write. He okay. so what it was, and for my understanding, is it really the song? Yeah, uh, John Bellion made the original track for it. Yeah, so I um, heard. John Bellion's version mm-hmm. when he made the track for it. Yeah. And what he was describing at the after after party was Justin and Halsey and Halsey. He did the song for a graveyard. Yeah. He made them completely different. Both of them. 
he had his own lyrics to it. Same song, same uh, melody, same riff, same drop, everything. But total different, um, total different lyrics. Yeah. And Halsey, for example, he was like, she's a goddess. Like, she was amazing. She came in. She liked what I had. She performed it, but she changed it due to, like, she she wanted to bring her, her I guess, vision to it. She liked my part. She loved it, but she thought, okay, how about we do it like this? And yeah. she she made her altercations for it. I didn't do I didn't do none of that. She did that all on her own. Yeah. I brought in the song. I brought in the the uh, the music. I even brought in my lyrics and said, "Hey, how about this?" And she said, "They're good, but I have like I have my I own. I have kind of an idea of what I want to do. Want to do. And the, and, and she a- did. She did her part of it. And I'm from what he was saying with Justin Bieber, and he's like, and I'm not gonna sit here and say, yo, he's underrated. He's overrated. Like Justin Bieber is. He's good. He's good for what he does. He knows what he's doing. He's a young kid that started in music way too young, but grew from it. And he's he's such a talented artist. You guys don't understand. Like, yeah, yeah he has a lot of like publicity on him, but. He is such a good artist. And I think that when you see him work into the, I guess, in the music area, like you see where he shines yeah. and you see, wow, like this is not the same kid that you see all over the news or that you heard about. Like he's a total different person when it comes to doing something he enjoys. And I can say music was one of it. So when he did Holy, he's like, I, I gave him the song. He copied my rift or he not copied, but um liked my rift. But then he executed it beautifully like we were thinking okay maybe maybe we'll do a little this do a little that but the way he took it and ran with it i couldn't be more happier like i could yeah. have been more happy that somebody like him took my song decided to use it but then made his own um twist to it yeah and and it's and he was and i like the way he said it too is because he goes i don't care who takes my songs or uses it or makes it or you know if I'm giving them out because that's my whole point. That's the whole point of me doing this. Yeah. I don't care who takes it and how far they go with it. As long as they take it and take it to their platform. And I get paid. No, I, well, I mean. Yeah, but I know, I know what you're Yeah, I know. but the way he was putting it was as long as I'm writing music and even if it doesn't go nowhere, I don't care. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I'm enjoying making my music. I'm enjoying writing as many songs as I can. And- I've made three songs in one night. And I thought that was the like, funnest moment ever. It was intense because I needed it within those weekends. But I had so much fun doing it. Yeah. Who takes it? That's on them. But it gives them a better you know, platform. Gives me better publicity because people go, yo, I like your music. And he goes, I got, I got a, what did he say? I got a, I got a shout out from Logic. Like Logic likes my music. He's like, I didn't know what to do with myself. Like the man himself, like. He's such a good artist and I'm so happy for him to, to like that he retired and he's yeah. working on himself. You know, I I appreciate him. He's so great, but you don't understand guys. Like it's not even about the money. It's just, I love what I do. And if you, you love what you're doing, you'll get good at it. You'll perfect it. You'll, you'll find your, your, your heart and soul into these musics and realize like, this is what I'm, this is what I'm here for. This is what I'm good for. And, and that's one of those things, too, because you have to understand kind of as a songwriter that you may not execute the song better than somebody else. Yeah. Though. And that's what he and said. And that's one of those things where 
I think you gotta have to have, have like an open picture about it. Yeah, like maybe because he's I didn't know Halsey did uh like rock music. Yeah, he said that he listened to one of her old albums and she was like in this like rock music. I would say like punk rock music. And then now when I hear her from Graveyard, it's like this is two different people. And the fact that she executed Graveyard so well and it got really good good views on it, like I couldn't imagine being that talented. He's like, you can you can tell when it's mine because I'm usually the same or I'm usually stuck with the same um, uh, funk or like the same tone, not tone of music. What's the word? The same like genre, style. style. Yeah, because people, he oh, everybody asks, what's your style? What's your genre? He's like, I couldn't even tell you. I but that's the problem. Like I don't I don't think people need to stop boxing in like artists. Yeah. Into genres being yeah. genre specific because at the same time it's just one of those things where it becomes where it's like you you end up kind of disappointing yourself as a fan. Yeah. When you expect the artist to stay the same and you don't let them grow. Some artists find like their pocket and they're just like. I am good here. This is where I thrive. I'm just going to keep pushing this out. Yeah. But then you have artists that experiment and go, for example, like. Uh, Chance. For example. For example. Did you, hear, you heard about that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you have artists that experiment and whether it does well or doesn't, at least they experimented. But like, for example, someone like uh, Connor O'Burst, right? You have when he first started with um, like from his very first tape water all the way to now like Mariana or the what is it called? Um, the newest release with Bright Eyes that has the song Mariana Trench. But um, it's two different people like the first different Bright Eyes, genres like, like you, you first, listen yeah. to it and you're like, this is not the same. From, yeah, yeah. And, and and it's like it's growth. That's it, what he. That's what he that's says. What it is. You start like to you, you start to learn your flow of it and how you take it and how you want to run with it. You run with it, but you also have to remember like there's so much you can learn from it. There's so much you can learn from in being rock music and in, into being in hip hop music, rapping, um, R and B, soul singing, soul searching, even like um. Even like pop, if you want to include that in there, even though pop's like a genre of everything, he's like, I don't know. I couldn't tell you what I am. I couldn't tell you what genre I am. I'm just, I'm just John, like John. You just songwrite. Yeah. Like, that's literally well, all if, you do. In the way. No, but that's, but like I said, like you songwrite, but you're not. You're not focused if, on if, just if, the one. Yeah. You're not yeah. focused on one genre because yeah. like he's saying, he has people that hit him up and are like hey like or he goes to someone with a song or with a couple of songs and he's just kind of like well this is what i have a b and c like and the per it can be fucking taylor swift or it can be kanye west that goes oh i really like a and i want to do my own i want to copy this i want to copy this but i'm gonna do this differently yeah and but that and that's how the songwriting process works and that's Mm -hmm. how your name gets on the credits for the fucking song because mm-hmm. you can literally come in and go oh you know what i think it would sound better if you instead of going saying um put your hands in the air like you don't care just say put your hands in the air because you don't care and <laughs> like and, one word and, and, and that's how it works yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. literally well the his his song process. from like grave the graveyard song um the way she started 
it's like it's funny when the thing you love the most is a detriment. Now let that sink in. Mm-hmm. His was, uh, oh my god, it's funny when falling feels like falling feels like. Something about falling feels like you're flying. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't remember the lyrics. Oh. Because I heard it before and I'm like, oh, so good. Falling feels like, feels, oh, falling feels like falling. Falling feels like flying for a little while. Yeah. Uh, uh, I forgot the last part. Because then she added, now let that sink in. And he was like, as soon as I heard that, I was thinking, holy shit, she gets it. Like, she knows what she's doing. I don't have to do anything. Like, I just have to sit here and admire this lady because she's great. Like, this is how great she is. And everybody was like, really? She really, really? Like, no, really? Because his version was nowhere near her lyrics. Like, their lyrics, totally different. Yeah. But the same tempo and then her verse on it, it, you could tell, holy shit, Halsey really took this her own way. Yeah. But she, she went with it. She ran with it. Now he threw rap in it. She, I mean, not to say she can't rap. But she threw she, rap in it. But yeah, she's like, mm. but she threw her own split of no. I'm gonna follow with this beat, even though the beat's sick. I yeah. love it, and you, you fucking burned it. But I gotta, I gotta throw my own twist, and I, I can't rap, so I'm gonna throw in my little like yeah. harmonize to it. And it, it was sick. Like that's why I like I love Graveyard. But when I remember hearing it, going, this sounds familiar. This sounds like somebody I know. John Bellion said, like, quick, copy my homework, make it look like it's... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly. It. But I remember playing it and Alondra going, you know who wrote that? No, John Bellion. I go, no fucking... No, he didn't. She goes, he did look, look. And so she showed me. She goes, I already knew that, like, because he talked about it. Yeah. What the fuck? No wonder I like this song. Like, and that, and I never knew that. And that's one of those things, because... Um, Cause I know like listening to the Joe Budden podcast, like a couple, I want to say last year, but last uh, year, last year <laughs> um, they were talking about how Joe used to ghostwrite for a few artists. Yeah. Right. And then um, like mom. But what's, what's ghostwriting? Like the, I guess what is the, what is ghostwriting? Ghostwriting is, is a little bit different from what kind of like actually writing or being a songwriter, helping someone songwrite. Now, are um, you writing the words or you're just assisting them or? Like, I guess being someone that helps being accredited in the song in a sense of you're helping them. It's similar to how like John Bellion was saying, uh, what's her name? Halsey? Halsey. Uh-huh. Halsey, like, oh, John Bellion's like, look, this is this idea that I have. Yeah, Because there weren't, they the weren't ri- the full song. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, they're what are they? There are they samples? They're like melodies. They're this is a melody that I have. This is an idea of how I would imagine like the the, song. the hook to sound. Yeah, yeah. This is like yeah. the t- that's that's song that's a songwriting process. Is no, but is that is it a sample? Because the song that he showed his version mm-hmm. wasn't long. It was pretty much like first verse to chorus done. Yeah. So that literally. That's the songwriting that's process. That's songwriting process? That's, that's literally him going, I have this idea. I don't have a full, complete Picture. idea of it, but this is kind of the direction I would want it to go. Yeah. Right? And then then maybe uh, Halsey heard his verse, 
or his yeah his verse, verse and then the chorus and then Halsey goes oh how about instead of this I say this instead right mm-hmm. um and then it's like oh cool yeah and then maybe they do the chorus and he goes I think the chorus would sound better if you said it this way and you said it at this tone and at this part here you kind of do this and okay we'll do that see how it sounds kind of rinse and repeat rinse and repeat until they think it's like perfect perfect then the second verse right and then maybe the second verse she may already have something written Uh that maybe wasn't supposed to go to that song but goes to it anyways or maybe they just wrote the song together right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so that's the songwriting process ghostwriting okay go ahead thank you ghostwriting um is when someone writes the verse for you okay like completely um does Kanye West have ghostwriters Kanye West (laughs) I would say Kanye West has people that help him do the process of creating the song and composing the song Mm mm-hmm when it comes down to lyrics, I would assume Kanye writes his own lyrics. You think so? Or people help him with lines. The only reason I say that is because Kanye West, from college dropout to even now with uh, at least the last album that I heard was... Um, Pablo? No, not even. I, I stopped listening to him like that. Uh, I want to say My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. You didn't like Pablo? Hold on. I never heard it. So I don't have an opinion on it. The reason I stopped listening to Kanye like that was because he was already going nuts during the time. He's not nuts. He's a smart man. Yes, yeah, sure. Um, oh, <laughs> your actually, cousin, you Your know cousin what? says otherwise. He's a smart man. Oh, no. Kanye West is a fucking genius. <laughs> but... I stopped listening to Kanye in that way or anticipating his albums after Yeezus. Honestly, yeah. After Yeezus, it's kind of like you don't know where he's going now. Yeah. You're just like, because the thing is, um, the thing from my, I think the Yeezus, The Life of Pablo, and Jesus is King are their own three, three man project thing. He came out with a song November 13th. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. He, uh, I think it's Travis Scott. The baby in two chains. Okay, there you go. Um, so Kanye more than likely has people help him with composing lyrics. Yeah. Um, because I know uh Pusher T has helped them in some things, um, and a few other artists. But you can kind of tell when someone has like ghostwriters because most of the time the ghostwriter is featured in the song. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, for example, like I, I think I, I, I don't know if we said this earlier. If we said this right now, like Dr. Dre. Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, Cube, Ice Cube wrote for Dr. Dre. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah Ice yeah. Cube wrote for Easy E. No, I was gonna say because DJ Khaled, same thing. DJ Khaled has people who write his verses, which most of the time they're not really verses. They're just him talking. No. Uh, and then he has his own reverbs, his own he his own style. Of yeah, like yeah. Another one. So with DJ Khaled, who is a music producer, he composes, right? He composes. But the thing is, he's kind of like a general contractor. Yeah, honestly, because his music he puts together, but he brings 
everybody together, right? Yeah. So he's like, oh, he you made the lyrics. This guy made this song. And then this this chick's going to sing it. So I want all three of y'all to work together. And the thing is. Another one. And the thing is with DJ Khaled, I think for him. Is he composer? So that would be the word, huh? It would. It, yeah, it's a music composer. Um, what it is, though, is that the idea of how he used to compose his albums uh-huh. or create his albums worked really well during the time frame that he was doing it. I don't think you can really do that kind of music now. Be- you can, but the thing it's, is... It's finding the people, though, because you got to realize during this, the time he made it, he got Justin Bieber on there. He got Rihanna on there. He got um the big thing, the big thing on on those you can make hit songs. Yeah. But you can't really make songs that are going to last. No, no. And but- that's the big hold on. And that's the big difference between the era that was like the early 2000s which or from 2010. No, he was actually like 2005 to 2010. No, but I mean, he was still doing it even after. The only, re- yeah, I know, but the thing was, I think he only came out with "Suffering from Success." That was his last, like, actual big album. And he made another one. Yeah, he he did. Pop star. But that, but that's what I'm saying. Because the thing is, when he released, you the, said "Grateful," huh? What did you say? "Grateful." Suffering from success. Oh, that's his album. Yeah. Grateful was good, but that was 2017. And that was one of all of his like one hit, call them one hit wonders because you heard them. They were good. They were good at parties. They were good at DJs. But that was all you heard. That was in 2018? That's 2017. Uh, Grateful? What's the one that came out in 2000? Was it 2019 then? Which one? When did we go to Colorado? Oh, Father of Hashid. That was 2019. Okay. So compare suffering from success to that one. To that one, right? Yeah. The problem with DJ Khaled, and I'm not saying it's like a bad problem. Uh-huh. He makes songs that are supposed to be on the radio and hits. Yeah. Right. Honestly. Okay. Yes. And those songs should always be accompanied by a music video that comes out on MTV, right? Uh, and now let me ask you, when's the last time you've seen MTV for their music yeah, videos? Yeah, I've never seen music. When's the last time you've seen MTV for the music but videos? But like though? even even looking at Grateful, his album for Grateful, uh-huh. tons of music. But every it's not even the same person. Twice. Yeah, I know. Oh, Migos. Migos is twice. But that but the problem is the era that Future. was like the era that was like the two thousand ten and under. Like from 2000, the year 2000 to 2010. Yeah. You had like, actually, you know what? Scratch that. From 2005 to 2010, you had like the best lineup for. One hit. Pop stars. 2012. And I'm going to say 2012 because after 2013, it kind of like everything died down and everybody was in rap by that point. But the thing is, it's because the streaming services were hot yeah 2013 when 2013 music a genre came up if there was more rap music played on the radio more rap music being number one on charts than anything in the world you know who killed radio who damn uh oh uh, well i'm not gonna talk about cyberpunk i wanted to talk about cyberpunk but i haven't played it 
I haven't either, but I was going to talk to you about the whole, like the exploitation of the trans community with cyberpunk. Oh, I seen that. Yeah. Right. I've yeah. been, I want, I seen that for a while now. And that Cause was- I was watching a lot of uh, streamers post, like there was a streamer posted on Twitter where she accidentally forgot to change the voice. So she's sitting at the bar, her character's sitting at the bar, and you can see in the mirror, she's like done up like the character she wanted to. Yeah. And then, hey, <laughs> the manliest voice. She's like, For real? oh my God, I forgot to change the voice. And then wow. the guy she's playing or like talking with, he starts laughing. He goes, Are you going to go change it? Nope, I'm going to leave it. <laughs> this is perfect. <laughs> That's funny. And yeah. then I see I see um, Discord. Everybody's posting the picture of Discord. Like I seen one that somebody made it look like Peter Griffin. Oh yeah, I was I seen that. I was like, I was like "What the what fuck? The fuck? That's crazy!" People put in time into that game. All I know, it. I literally was watching five minutes of it, and I, I mean, literally five minutes of it, and that's yeah. from everybody with Elo stream. It literally looks like uh, Fallout, but with like futuristic, futuristic stuff. stuff. And I'm like, I can't play this game. Ryan's like, "Are you gonna buy it?" I probably will later he goes no i feel it he was not your type it's not it really isn't i got fallout 4 played it for six hours and stopped playing and i stopped playing i was here when it happened because all i did i told him i go all i did was loot oh did you i went into the town over found out what the deconstruction button was he goes oh no and i deconstructed that whole fucking town there was no wall there was no there was no like you go into a building it was empty (laughs) right it's like why i go i don't know i found the button and i took advantage of it i go by the time i realized it i'm walking slowly (laughs) back to my my little uh area why am i walking so slow I was just running. <laughs> Ryan's like, oh my God, you're full of shit, huh? I didn't know. All I needed was four wires. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, hello, what, where do I get this wire? I didn't see anything with wires. And then yeah. as soon as I deconstructed, deconstructed everything, went back to the town, found out I can build a, a like a chest or like open up one like of the drawers and, and I can yeah. put it in one of those boxes, put everything away. There were 60 wires. <laughs> and he goes, you found all the copper wire? I found all the copper wire. And I can make all the electricity I want. And That's I didn't crazy. do that. I just literally bagged it in the container. It was like, okay, I'm, I'm done. done with this game. <laughs> yeah. Right? I don't know. It's too much. There's really too Like, Grand Theft Auto was one of those where it's like, there was way too much to do with a, like, a bigger, like a big map. And Fallout even had a bigger map. And I even told Ryan, the biggest, biggest world I've ever done was Grand Theft Auto and uh, God of War. Okay. The rest of it, I've never done anything bigger. Because you never played Elder Scrolls? Fuck no. There'd be no way. Yeah, I remember when um Even when I played World of Warcraft. I remember when Rob um was trying to get me to play Elder Scrolls because he was playing on PC. Mm-hmm. And I remember this was when he used to live off of um off of Pershing. Um, and he was just kind of like, yeah, man, like, I think you'll really like this game. And I was like, really? Like, why? And he's like, dude, like, you can kill a whole village and they don't come back. And I was just kind of like, hey, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, like, they don't respawn. And I was just kind of like, but what happens after that? He goes, 
Well, sometimes you can like fuck up your whole game because if you kill someone that you need to do a mission for, yeah, you can't like get you can't game. continue the mission, and if that mission's important for you, then like you're you're like stuck. And you gotta start all like over. you have to start the game all over. I was like, that kind of sucks, and he's just kind of like, no, dude, it's fun because you're kind of risking it. He goes. I ended up killing everyone in the in my whole land, and he goes, and it was just me <laughs> was <laughs> by himself. Like, Why would you do that? Why would you that's do something funny. like that for yourself? Like, no, that's so bad. I can't. There's if there, if I have too much freedom in a game, you just don't do anything. Yeah, it, there's I, I can't I can't do anything. Like, like Animal Animal Crossing is a little bit too much freedom. But really? the, the only thing that you have going for you is that you get to talk to Tom Nook or you get to talk to Isabel and say, hey, what is there I can do? But there's they give you tasks to do. Yeah. They like, give you hey. dailies to do. You know what I mean? Like, I, I can do that. But if I have no dailies, I have to show up and just do whatever. I'm I think with I'll animal, just stand there like like I think, Minecraft. I think wait, yeah. Minecraft, Minecraft way too big and there's so I, much you can do. I like Minecraft, but if I play Minecraft, I have to play with other people to tell me what to do. Because I can't yeah. I, I wouldn't be able to do I know what I need to do, like in order to get the Elder Dragon or to kill the Ender Dragon and stuff. Like I know how to get to that point because I've watched speedrunners do it. Yeah. But in order to survive and do survival, I'd get two hours into it and just go. I'm hella bored of this. I'm done. Yeah. I fell asleep playing with Drew. Drew's like, Dom, you want to play with me? Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll play. I have my Switch. Like, is that cool? Yeah, yeah. Because I can play on Xbox. Oh, sick. Cool. So I'm playing it. And my character hit a tree and kept walking. Nikki. 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 Huh? huh? Did you fall asleep? No. She's checking out this grass. She's checking out this tree. Dude, he goes, I'm, it's already dark. Is it? Oh, oh, you in the game. Oh, yeah, my bad. Hold on. I, I got some wood if you need it. <laughs> I fell asleep again. And I'm ready oh, dude, into the I door. Can't. And he's like, oh, there's a creeper right here. <laughs> oh, is there a fuck? <laughs> All right, I'm going to go. I'm tired. <laughs> Sorry, my life. I can't. Yeah, it's too open world. Too much to do. And I, I tend to like a fly. <laughs> Yeah, for me, it's like I need to have some structure, some structure to a game to like play it because I, I like open world games. But if I get to if I can like fuck around in it, like um, like Grand Theft Auto, for sure. Like I, I think anybody who likes open world games likes Grand Theft Auto um, to an extent, obviously. But like if I'm I playing like Grand Theft Auto, everybody likes Grand Theft Auto. If I'm playing Grand Theft Auto, like dick around, then yes. But I like Grand Theft Auto for the story. Like I, I can if I can sit through Grand Theft Auto to play the whole story. I didn't play it. Like in one sitting, I'd be able to do it. My dad played it. He played it all the way through. And then he texts me and says, How do you save the game? Never mind. I figured it out. He found a way to save before the ending. Mission. Yeah. So he just replayed that that ending like four times because he's like because it's a different ending for there's different endings like how'd you know i checked it up online i'm like that's cheating that you already know the endings no 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 i haven't seen them all i just know that there's a way to do it and it's right at this spot so if i stop at this spot save it i can come back i can come back to it (laughs) yeah yeah. and that's and that's one of those things like i like i said like i think it's four of them right it's um 
you spoiler. It's, yeah, spoiler, 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 spoiler alert for Grand Theft Auto Five. The ending. I haven't even finished the game, but I already know. Um, you play as Michael, and you do the ending where Michael betrays Trevor. Right. Uh huh. That's uh, one of the endings. That's one of the endings. Or you play as Franklin, and you betray both of them. Okay. And or which is Trevor and Michael. And or you play as Trevor, you find out that they're going to betray you and you do what Trevor does best. Um, Or you do the fourth ending, from my understanding, and you click up Michael, Trevor and and Franklin. Franklin. And you guys are all you guys like beat the FBI agent or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So that's. Yeah, my dad, I think he went all the way through and then he got mad. And I go, why are you mad? Killed off Michael. What do you mean you killed off Michael? I don't know. It was stupid, though. Because the way it ended, they killed off Michael. And I go, oh, well, that sucks. And then that's when he texted me. How do you save it? Okay, never mind. I figured it out. He came home and he's like, I figured out how to save him. What do you mean? how to, You killed him. No, 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 no. That's, say, the, that's, the other, that's the other timeline. Yeah. <laughs> I saved him this time. What do you mean you saved him? So I found out there's different endings. Oh, you cheated then. You already know that there's an ending. No, no, no. I just know it starts from this point, and I'm going to continue it. So he just kept playing it until he was like, okay, I got the I four different endings. Yeah, yeah, I got all the endings. That, and that's and that's one of the cool things, too, because, I mean, I know, um, I don't think Red Dead has has that. I haven't, and, we uh, haven't finished Red Dead. I haven't either. So. <laughs> See, uh, even Red Dead. I played with you guys. You guys were doing the missions, and I literally told you to start the mission. <laughs> you guys my, were like, Dom, but you're not over here. That's fine. I'm on my way. As I'm like hunting a bunny well, rabbit. Well, that's for, that's for online, but for the single player. Oh, yeah, even the, the single, single I'm not going to play it. I know I'm, you're not. But I'm not I, gonna, I am. There's too much, I too much to do. I want to play. I, I recently bought the Mafia trilogy uh, for Mafia 1, 2, and 3. Uh-huh. And that has like actual structure and like a line, a storyline. Uh-huh. So you you can't go exploring and stuff. I think it's only Mafia Three that you can kind of go exploring. Oh really? But it's like it still kind of guides you. Like, hey, go this way. And so it's just like okay. So uh, I'm excited to play the Mafia series because that's the. It's not one. It's on PC. Is LA Noir open world? Yes. From my understanding, yes. L.A. Noir was one of those I really wanted to play. Yeah. Because of the whole mystery. Like uh, the solving it. crime and stuff. And it wasn't even the solving crimes. It was the fact that, like, the way you can approach it, you know? Yeah. Like, I can interrogate these people. I can either be mean about it or, like, be, like, oh, Would you want to do, would you play that? Um, Or would you watch me play that? Would you want to do a co-op gameplay for that? Yeah, I would. I wouldn't mind, but I don't know La Noir. So, and La Noir is like what, eight years old, nine years old, older than that, ten years old. I think it came out like two thousand seven. Older than that? No, it's not older than that. But it came out during that time. I would say two thousand nine, or actually maybe two thousand eleven. No, it's older than that. You think so? Yeah. I just remember it was a remake um, f- for the PS3, PS4. They yeah, did, yeah. They, it, it, they re-released it on, on the Xbox One and PS4. Yeah. I have it on PC, and then I have, I have it, it on, on Xbox oh, One. Oh, no, I was going to say, I have it on Switch. Never mind. I have it on 360, Xbox One, and PC. Cause I oh, have, 2011. Oh, I got it, I got it down. You said 2007. 
Well, I said 2007, then I said, or 2011, because I, I was I thinking, thought it was older than that. I think, because Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption came out in 2009. It came out the same week that Alan Wake came out. Because this is the remake for the PS4, right? Yeah. And then this one's the PS3 version. Yes. Okay. I have the, I have it for 360 and Xbox One. It still looks like PC. shit though, doesn't it? This is still looks like hella pixelated. I would say the Xbox One version would probably be the safest gameplay the switch one was good too that's what carmen said carmen said the switch one was actually pretty good because it's pixelated smaller so it looks a little bit smoother it looks smoother because it's playstation 3's like graphics yeah and i was like really she goes you play on the ps4 you can kind of tell it's like pc ps3 you know what i want to play bully oh i heard they're remaking or they're making another one they're making a bully too i don't know about that bully one was good but I don't know how they're going to make Bully 2 without it being like literally rated R. Because <laughs> that they humor, can you imagine like that humor somewhere. back in that day to humor Rock, now? Rockstar can kind of get away with it though. Can they though? Yeah. And I think what it would be too is that with Bully, the first Bully, he was like in middle school. Yeah. So if they do a Bully high school, 2, he'd be like high school. Yeah, but that's but, what I mean. The jokes. Because the jokes in the first like, Bully is like. One of those like yeah. it's art. Well, I mean, there's well, a few, there's a few games because I wanted to. I started streaming Manhunt One, and oh, I remember, uh-huh. I remember you go like, nah, like I don't. This is kind of dumb. I was just kind of like, yeah, it feels kind of slow, and especially how I play play the game because you're supposed to be stealthy and kill people, mm-hmm. and it's just like Dead by yeah. Daylight still like popping. That's crazy how yeah. big that community still is. Yeah, yeah. pass that kill like Stockton. Let's pop it. Yeah. Brand new whip just hopped in. Set a trap then popped in. <laughs> I got options. Tra- set a trap got options. Chase them. Kill them then pass it like Stockton. No. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, Dead, Dead by Daylight, I didn't realize how like like the game came out five years ago. Yeah, because it came out the same, around the same time as uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, and Friday the Thirteenth came out first. Yeah, man. Friday the Thirteenth was a good game. They, I had fun playing it. I I think they needed more though. I think you can still kind of get the lobbies right now. But there's it, it's it needs it's a, it needs glitchy. improvement. It needs improvement for yeah. sure. But that is, they're not going to do anything anymore with no, it. No, no. The the people that I guess the people that licensed the movie or the people that own the intellectual property of Jason Voorhees and the Friday the 13th movies, like were like, we never approved of this. Yeah. And they like had to take stop, it down. Like, well, just stop the game. I like how they moved over to uh dead by daylight where you get to play now as like, um, Leatherface and yeah. oh, what the fuck uh, Ghostface, Leatherface. Um, I think it's like Pinhead is on there. Yeah, um, I think Pinhead's on from there. Hellraiser. And right? then uh, Saw, <clears throat> Saw and Leatherface mm-hmm. is on Call of Duty Warzone. Yeah, I seen that. So the the seen for the, the Halloween, Halloween stuff. Yeah, that was cool. That was sick too because with the Saw one, you had the laugh mm-hmm. that was like hidden around in the area. Yeah, and then you heard. Um, oh my god! Oh my god! He's like electric. 
Dr. Electric or some shit like that. His guns, his guns had lasers and his lasers were electric. So when you're shooting at somebody, it'll you'll see the electricity hit him. And I don't know, their animations are sick now. Because then they have a gun now where you can shoot at somebody and they go 8-bit. They explode like 8-bit. Oh, that's so a little eight bit jumps over, but the body's gone. So like it's like disintegrated, it, it evaporates. Yeah, it. it's so cool. I'm that's like, that's cool. sick. And then when it drops, this is game over. Oh, that's pretty sick. Yeah, I'm like, that's nuts. But can you imagine the fucking render for that? Yeah, that's gonna be. <laughs> that CPU is running a mile fucking minute. That's yeah. It's one of those cool like. Oh, dude. Speaking of like eight bit shit, um, Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim versus the World, the video game. Oh yeah, They're, it's coming out in uh, January for the Switch. Uh, fortunately not. Can you uh, imagine? That'd be sick. If it was for the Switch, then, I'd uh, buy it like, like right away. Uh, what is it? Couch Co-op or um, local online? Local online. That yeah. would be sick. That would be so I, much fun. Like I, I like like little side scroller beat 'em up games like that. Yeah. That I would like to stream, where the idea of like your webcam and my webcam and like. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then being able to just stream that because stream, yeah, yeah, that would that would be a fun game to do that with, um, or even just record it like either way, webcam and stuff because everyone's the, the. We don't have to do webcam. We can just like. Well, I'm just saying in a sense of streaming. Like if you upload it to YouTube. Yeah, we don't need webcams. Yeah, you kind of do. No, you don't. I guess I was just saying in a sense of you don't have you, to. I'm just saying you don't have, have to. You don't have to. It could just be us talking about the game and yes, I know. But I'm just saying like because if it. you're gonna be at home and I'm gonna be at home and we can play online, then your webcam can be. Well, here. we still want to do. I still want to do Cuphead. I've been wanting to do Cuphead. I don't want to do Cuphead with you. Why? Because you get too mad. Because it's so competitive. You, and it's yeah. not even competitive. It's just I just want to beat it. <sighs> I know, but you get in the way. <laughs> You're like snapping your fingers yeah. for no reason. I didn't know he was a snapping. They did a they no no. <laughs> they did a skin for him on on Smash for Cuphead for Super Smash Ultimate. Yeah. Really? Yeah, but it's a skin for, for your Mario? for your me character. That's not cool. They did. They they've been introducing like. Skins they, for me. Uh, no, characters. not even skins. They've been introducing a lot of characters. Like Dude, they're uh, announcing like a whole nother season pack too for yeah, it. And that's I'm pretty like, sick. That's nuts. Who they who they announce? Um, Recently, I the only one I seen was Steve Minecraft. No, no. They, the the after they took, Steve. They took off the the meat because it looked like a pecker when at the at his credit. Oh really? Yeah. Have you seen it? Because no. he pulls out a meat at the end of it yeah. for victory. And he just has it kind of right there. Oh, really? Oh, my <laughs> God. A lot of people were like, eat my meat. And it's like, Nintendo was like, nope, we're going to take that <laughs> off. So stupid. So everybody was mad. They're like, uh, no, can't eat my meat. <laughs> free the Smash community. Um, no, but they 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 announced, what's his name? Seraphosis or whatever from, from um, and I butchered that name. I know, guys. Um, from Final Fantasy. He's like the, I guess, one of the main enemies. Or yeah, I, they, I know who you're talking it, about, but no, I don't. They make it look so fucking intense when he shows up. Like they have a scene, they do a scene where it's like he like jabs Mario with the sword, uh huh, and then it's like Mario hanging in the air and the sword's like through him, uh huh, 
And then they have Mario's like face like, uh, like, like uh, uh, and then all of a sudden he looks to the side and the sword is like through his uh, back. No, through his uh, what is it? Overall strap. So he's like holding him with the oh with the, the strap. Yeah, he's oh. holding him by the strap, so oh. it's not really like he's stabbing he didn't really him. Like stab him through. So I was like, oh, what the fuck? Like, That's pretty good. But they make it look so fucking intense, dude. <gasps> just like, did they really just like, stab him? Did they just kill Mario again? Like fuck, dude. <laughs> it's like man, but um, yeah, they introduced that uh, Final Fantasy character. I don't, I because I never played the game. I don't know who Me that either. is. So I'm not one of those. Those are one of those games that I would want to play, but it's kind of like already too late. So. I'd watch you play it. Okay. I'd watch you play maybe like one through 14 and then like 15. Is, I'd play it because that was kind of like not turn based. So <laughs> wait, is 15 that, not turn based? Yeah. 15, Final Fantasy 15 is not turn based. What's out right now? Final Fantasy 15. I thought- Final Fantasy 15 was the, the one that the most recent one that's not a remake okay. final fantasy i think it's seven is the one that got remade yeah and is not turn-based and it's See, not turn-based and it's not turn-based yeah, that yeah. one's like oh kind of open world ish hack and slash yeah i like those yeah those i can watch you play uh turn-based I'm i played a, god of war the first three I've, ne- I've never seen you play it though god i of war? wasn't around we yeah i know we were dating i played god of war the first three and that was all hack and slash and yeah. hack and slash with a fucking like um, and then for any of my Xbox players that are looking for hack and slash games that they may not uh, be able to play that are similar to God of War, God of War, have you guys uh, ever considered Death 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 Riders or Death Striders or whatever it's called? Um, and then there's also the Devil May Cry series. Those are hack Death Riders. Yeah, Death Riders. You mean Dark Dark Siders? Dark Siders. There you go. Death Riders. Whatever. Yeah, Death I mean, Riders sounds like a good name. He too. is riding a horse that's dead, but it's Dark Siders. I play Dark Siders. Dark Siders was yeah, fun. That's supposed to be like a the the Microsoft answer to to God of War, even though it's on PlayStation also. Oh, it is, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Dark Siders. Like, Dark Siders was good. I remember Dark Siders three. Yeah, three is the most recent. Dark Siders three came out. I played. <laughs> I checked it out. <laughs> Because the perks of being at GameStop, you get yeah. to check out games. I checked it out, played it for a day, and I was so so upset because I already had to take it back. But I was playing like two other games on top of that, and I was yeah. like, nah, "Oh well, I'll play it later." And yeah, then I never, I never picked it up again. That's how I feel. It was good though. Dark Souls was heck good. I was gonna ask you um, earlier when you're in a relationship, and everybody says a relationship is. 50-50. No, it's not. Why do you say that? Because it's no. not 50-50 all the time. Why? Or give me an example. But everyone says, or, you know. It's a, a relationship is a two-way street. Okay. It not, it's not necessarily a 50-50 thing because that means for the amount of effort that, for example, I put in, you have to put the equal amount of effort. So in my opinion, a relationship should be a two-way street. Or in this case, if you want to give percentages, you should be at like a 75, 70, or a 100%, 100% relationship. Well, what do you say two-way street? Can you so like elaborate? In the sense of like, you have to kind of reciprocate the same energy. 
But no, 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 no. Actually, I'll, I'll, sorry, I'll, sorry. I'll, 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 I'll elaborate for you. Two-way so, street, meaning you are following the same rules. Yeah. So. Love is a two-way street. Elaborate. Love is a two-way street. You have to kind of like know the ongoing traffic to the incoming traffic. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, you're going to get ran over. Or hit. A relationship is not a 50-50 thing. If a relationship were to be a 50-50 thing, that means both of you are half-assing the relationship. Relationship, okay. You're supposed to be at 100% with your significant other. 100 Doing 100%. 100%. Now, if your significant other in question does like 50%. Then you should sit them down and talk to them about it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Because if it becomes habit-forming... Okay. Then you're going to lose in the end. And it may be something where it's as simple as nipping in the butt. <laughs> no, like seriously. Nip it in the butt, they say. But that, but that, because. No, it, but there's, there's situations and scenarios. Yeah. Where maybe the significant other is just um, emotionally not there. Or I would say unstable. Yeah. In the sense of like maybe something's going on with them. And, and I, in my defense or my opinion, if my significant other is doing 50, then I put 150. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. Um, but. I, and I understand, though, being forward about it, though. You, so if the person's not doing 50, then it's your job to kind of like either you know what's wrong or make the effort into understanding what's wrong. Because, uh, yeah, and that's the thing, like you have to. I believe a relationship is 200% because you have two capable people putting 100% into the relationship. Okay. Um, if someone does happen to put 75% into the relationship, then I would say. I'm not saying constantly. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. Like if they have like an off day. Or like off week. Or an off week. Or maybe each. like that month is their like depressed month or something. Yeah. You can't really like, I would say you can't really fault them. Yeah. Because, but you have to kind of. Expect it. Not expect it either. You have to kind of understand what's going on too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if they keep you in the dark about it or they don't want to talk about there's it. There's a lot of relationships that kind of ends for that reason. Well, it feels like you don't care. Mm-hmm. It's like you. I mean, we had those moments, did we? Beginning of our relationship. No, I don't think so. I felt like we did. Wow. Well, I'm just I'm, being honest. I'm, okay, I'm no, well, we did no, though. Yeah, I mean, there there was points where we were just kind of like, okay, like, where where is this going now? Yeah, like, or how far is this going to get? Yeah. Um, and now you know we're like contractually obligated to show up for our relationship, so now it's like, oh, yeah, because after we're done with this, a, we don't talk to each other year, at all. We're in a five year contract. <laughs> <laughs> after no. after all of this, he cl- he cleans it up and then I go to bed. Yeah. Or I go play Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um but yeah, it, it just ends up being where it's like you you have to kind of again, you have to both kind of be in agreement to where the relationship is going or stand or, you, or where it stands. And then you kind of have to um do that wellness check every chance you you see where you when you start having like those thoughts of going you make like, it seem like it's an appointment though 
Gotta well, check your wellness. Well, it's not. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a little busy tomorrow. Uh, come in at like Thursday at 2 p.m. Well, it's kind of one Ooh, of those. I'm going to have to move you. <laughs> well, it's kind of one of those things also where you have to kind of like, I guess, play it by ear where you're like, okay, you you look like you've been irritated this whole week. Uh-huh. I don't know if you're just irritated with me. Or if you're irritated with everybody else. Well, you can't also and, can't take it personal because every no, time you take everything personal. No, but that's what I'm saying. But when it's, I mean, I, I would probably reason, reason with it. If it's your significant other lashing out on you, you could you should probably take it personal. No, because, because if you're they, irritated, I, and I just happen to be in the room, yo, again, it happens. And I and I tell you before. <laughs> I tell you, you tell hey, me after you yelled at me hey, and go, I go, hey, I'm irritated. Hey, it's I'm, not at you. You just so happen to be standing right there. You just so happen to put the cherry on top of that fucking irritated ice cream. So don't. <laughs> a don't little e- sour. I go don't, don't even get me started. Dumb. Um, Did you fuck my wife? <laughs> <laughs> but what was I saying? Uh, oh, no, that's right. Um sometimes sometimes it'll be where that cherry on top though the cherry has nothing to do with it you sometimes are just like fuck everything and you flip the table or whatever and it's just one of those things and i'm where, hiding in the corner shivering because i'm like well, oh, <laughs> and i have a hammer and then all of a sudden i just black out and then it's like you wake up and you're in an empty hotel room and there's blood on the hammer and you no, don't I was know where, say, where the fuck everybody I was thinking, went. I was thinking of fucking hereditary. Like you black out, then you wake up and there's paint oil all over you. Or was it paint? Uh, what the fuck does she have all over her body? I don't know. Was she like fluid? Paint fluid or? Oh, paint paint thinner? Paint th- Was it paint thinner? Yeah. yeah. She had paint thinner all over her. And she was like, I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That yeah. was not. I mm-hmm. still think that like scene is crazy. That, that dude, that makes me scared of like sleepwalking. Yeah, no, because like that. Okay, we're jumping to different conversations. But when she walked in the scene where she walks in and she's like crying and she's like, "I'm sorry," like I just wanted to protect you, and he's like crying like out of his nose. He's like snotting. Those are the best. And then Those she the like flicks. The fire, and then she's just full of paint thinner, yeah. and she's like screaming. They're both screaming. I'm like, yo, this is fucking crazy. And, and then, then it's just her up. screaming, like not even. She's in mid scream, right? Yeah, she's like, uh, because she's, she's sleepwalking. She's just like that. Yeah, <laughs> wakes she up wakes and up and she starts crying, and then he's like, "Mom, are you okay?" I'm like, "Fuck that! That's she, that's intense." And then she's like, "I didn't even watch you." It's like. <laughs> all all of that was so intense. That was crazy. Um Yeah, I'd be scared of sleepwalking if I had kids. No, she she did that prior, right? She did it before. Yeah, she used to sleepwalk. No, when she said I didn't even want you. Yeah, she said it like after. But she says it like hella casually. I didn't even watch you. <laughs> no, but yeah, that's what she did it when she was gonna be paint when she had paint thinner all over her. That was before. Was it? Yeah, that's where she started with because she was like, try to wake him up. And then she was just like, I don't even want you. 
What? What do you mean? Oh, that's right. Yeah, and, okay, then, okay. and then they both start and screaming at each other, and then like have the paint thinner. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. That was I. That whole scene, that scene right there, that like kept me up at night because it's like, really? holy! Can Can you imagine? Like you're, you don't even know what you're doing. You know, you're dead asleep, but your body's awake. That's true. Your eyes awake, your body's awake, and your brain's moving. Dude, I used to hate that all the time. Like I would go to sleep, like my head would be facing like north. And then all of a sudden, I'm waking up and I'm facing south in the living room of my neighbor's house. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was going to say, what? <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in my neighbor's house. And there's house. a bloody ha- hammer in my hand. And my neighbors ain't home. And I don't know what happened to my neighbors. Their house is still empty. Uh, <laughs> you just it's just your own blood because <laughs> you fucking you put a nail through your, your fucking finger and you're like there's blood everywhere no well it's been six months and my neighbors have, are so not, I'm just I'm fucking um no, no I've, had, I've had like I've had those dreams um and I I can't recall one of them where I was screaming no noise was coming out yeah but my mom woke me up and it was like I could just feel my mouth, my jaw hurting, wide open. Oh, okay. Like I was screaming, but my mom's like, "Are you okay? Yeah, what's wrong?" I'm like, "Nothing. You fucking woke me up. Like, what do you mean?" She's like, "Well, it looked like something was wrong. Like, I either either you're just like yawning super loudly, or like yawning, like yeah. opening up your mouth, or something's wrong." I'm like, "No, everything's fine. I couldn't even tell you what the dream was. I just remember." screaming in my dream oh, okay and as soon as i screamed like You're no mama. no no noise came out of my mouth yeah like no i was dead silent like i i just remember doing the face of just like like legit yeah like i don't think i would ever scream like that but like i legit well if you screamed in real life sound would come out but no but the the mouth movement you know yeah. what i mean like i couldn't even tell you like my mouth was wide open i was just like scrunching my face screaming and when i woke up i could just like i could feel that i can feel my face like with that motion and oh. i was like are you okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> why do you do, wake me up <laughs> do, do how alondra wakes up all the time <laughs> <laughs> look at that she scares the shit out of me every time like, hey lana <laughs> What? <laughs> you wake up so fucking dramatic. You woke me up. Yeah, but you didn't have to fucking take a deep breath like you're underwater. Like, are you holding your breath while you sleep? What the fuck? I love her, but man, I do it and I cry laughing every time because I'm the only one awake. I'm like, I get, I get. I did that. I think I I did that to her once, where I was leaving. I left boat. I was leaving here, and she had to spend the night. And yeah. I remember, like I I like uh, I'm like bye, babe. I'll see you. And you're like bye, like blah blah. And I like kiss you, and I leave. And then she was in the living room, and I was like, I think yeah. we were sleeping up front. Yeah, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna say bye to her too. And I came I'm like, Anna. and I'm like. I'm like patted her. Pat you didn't her even like. Bit. You just. I went tap her, and she didn't wake up. And I was like, "Bye." And then I was like, "I'm just gonna like 
hug her a little bit, like, and say bye. And I was like, this? And then she's like, <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I was <laughs> she like, scares you. Oh, my God. Yeah, she does. She, like, she wakes up dramatically. But she laughs because she's like, if my sister does that. I'm like, why? Why do you guys wake up so dramatically? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. It does. It sounds like she's like holding her breath because then as soon as she wakes up, she like takes the deepest fucking <laughs> breath I've ever heard. Land. Land Like nothing. Are you okay? I'm asleep. Okay. <laughs> All right, bye. I'm crying. I'm crying so hard. She's just like out. Oh my god. It's so funny. I love her. <laughs> no, I remember. Yeah, the my dreams are super weird, but I always remember like, yeah, you know how you always get the jolt, but right before you fall. Yeah. Yeah. I never get the falling thing. I get the like, either somebody taps me and then I <laughs> fucking do that. And I'm like, oh God. You, you, see me, you see me experience you that do all, it the time. all the time. I, oh, you know what sucks? I always hit the ground. Like I hit the ground when I'm asleep. When you're asleep? Yeah. My thing is, is when I notice it is when your head's forward. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. So like if you're sleeping on the couch or if you fall asleep on the couch and your head's forward, you do it. Oh, okay. Okay. okay? Your head, you, you never, you know, do this. You're never like this when your head's forward because you kind of like slouch on the on the couch when you're asleep. When your head's like this, you do it more more than ever. Like you do it like six times in a row if you have to. Because <laughs> then I'm I, like, I'm, at that point, I'm telling you just lay down because you sitting up, I think, is what makes you like. I think a lot of it just has to do with. um because you don't do it when you're laid down. No, I know. When you're I, like I think, flat on a bed or when you're on your bed or on my bed, you don't jolt. You this, only do it if you're like this. Yeah. Because I think it is. I think what it is is just my my mind is going like, all right, you're falling. You're 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 on a ledge and you're falling now. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I guess I'm going to hit the ground. <laughs> you accept it too. Yeah. You're like. Um, but I you think don't, what yeah, you is, never, I don't feel like you wake up from those two. That's the thing. I think what it is, I, I, one time in school, I hit my face on the desk, on the desk because I was sleeping like this. And then, like, <laughs> um, no, see, I've never done that. I, if I fell asleep, I fell asleep head down on the desk. Really? Or um, if not, I would be the, I'd be the kid in the back and sitting in the way back. And I'm like, yes, I've seen you. I've seen you fall asleep like that before. I have a picture of you falling asleep. I tried asleep so like hard to keep my eyes open, but I'm like, like heads tilting to the back. I do. Heads I like drifting left to right. I'm I trying try to, so hard to keep my head up, but I can't. I try to play it really cool now. I can't. Where I'm like leaning. A, I lean a certain way and I grab my, I grab, I lean a certain way. I grab like my, my cheek. Mm-hmm. like this mm-hmm. and then i have a hand out with the pencil in my hand so it looks like i'm writing stuff down while i'm listening <laughs> yeah because you're like this yeah and i'm just like whatever no I, I, did i tell you about rise no um in high school we had to take our in honor of uh in honor of the chosen one the man on the moon three the music What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Happy Tuesday, happy Tuesday, happy Tuesday. Welcome. 
to the second greatest podcast in the world don't ask me what number two is you're tuned in to the co-opals therapy i'm player one polaroid fox here with player two damn dummy we are really into the podcast <laughs> oh my god we got so much stuff to talk to you guys about today um we've been fixing a lot of things and getting a lot of things done so thank you guys for coming out today i really appreciate it um the soundtrack to my life Dude, I love that song. Yeah, that's one of my favorite songs from Kid Cudi. Um, to me, like for me, the Man of the Moon series is like up there with the when it comes down to trilogies. I'm really excited for Man of the Moon three. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest thing I'm excited about for Man of the Moon three is that um, he has a song with Phoebe Bridgers. Oh, really? And, and I think I don't know if I sent it to you. But uh, Phoebe Bridgers posted um, uh, how it started and how it's going now. Mm-hmm. So um, Kid Cudi posted a, a a screenshot of one of her songs on Twitter. And then she replied to it and said, man, I would when can I hum with you? Mm-hmm. And now they have a song together. Nice. Man of the Moon 3. Oh, that's that so, one. Yeah, that picture you showed me. Yeah. So. Congratulations, Phoebe Bridgers. Yay! You know, uh, she, she, I don't know if she won the award, but she was nominated for a Grammy this year. Really? Also, yeah, Good for shit. one of the best uh, women songwriters. So that's a, that's pretty cool. I mean, especially for, I, she's been out for a while now. And I feel like but, a lot of song, songwriters are, you know, and even John, that's why I said it, even John said it, where, you know, what when people are asking him, like, when was your big break or when's your, you know, where you know you made it. And he's like, oh, I feel like I've always made it. Yeah. But where I'm at is where I'm happy. So it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't matter. And and the you song know, will get number one. The song will get a Grammy. And cool, sick. Like, I'm excited. I'll be happy for it. Yeah. You know, that's my whole point of doing it. But I'm still going to be where I'm at, making music. And that's one of the things, like, with uh, Phoebe Bridgers, one of the reasons I'm a big fan of her, um, be, since we've seen her live, that one time in mm-hmm, May, mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. Her and like <laughs> Julian Baker, um, and then also with Phoebe doing the project with like Connor O'Bursch for the um, Better Oblivion Community Center, yeah, uh, album. I thought that was really tight too. And then uh, she's just, I don't know, she's, she's talented. Like how people swoon for t- uh, corpse, like I swoon for her. See, and you know I swoon I mean? for that John Bellion. Swoon. Not spoon. Spoon. I spoon. I I play spoons for John Bellion. <laughs> I'm ham boning. <laughs> I'll ham bone for uh, Phoebe Bridgers, man. Just hit me up whenever you want. Shut Listen. up. Ham boning. 
Um, <laughs> I just, whenever I think of ham boning, I just think of a regular show. He's like, when, when, he's like, ham boning is so cool, man. He goes, ham boning can get you out of anything. And then there's like a, there's a, there's a part in the episode where he's like, oh, I know what will get us out of this. And he starts ham boning and he just like gets socked in the face. Wait, <laughs> which one? A regular show. Like Rigby. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Ham boning. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he just gets punched. <laughs> so stupid. Um, but yeah, I'm really. Was it the same one from like the SpongeBob episode, the movie SpongeBob movie? No, I don't think so. Where they're like. That that is ham boning. That is right. Yeah, that is ham boning. Yeah. You ever seen that one? I've. I don't think I have the SpongeBob. I don't think I have. No, I'll. I'll see it though. Um, no, but I'm. I'm really excited for the album. Um, just because. Uh, and and big shout out to friend of the show Anthony Obama. Mm-hmm. He was the one that kind of introduced me to Kid Cudi more thoroughly. Um, because I remember like Day and Night was the song. Um, that came out in like 2007. I always I always say two thousand seven. But I feel like they came out in two thousand seven. Right? No? When I went two thousand nine? Two thousand eight. How close? Yeah, you were close. Two thousand eight? Yeah. I remember because Anthony Obama used to listen to the pack. Little B Yeah, that was my freshman year. <sighs> he used to listen to the pack. What year was that? That was my senior year. Um Oh, okay. That was my eighth grade. Then. So he used to listen because that to, was your senior graduation. Yeah. Oh no, two thousand eight. I graduated two thousand nine. Yeah. Okay. Because two thousand nine to two thousand ten, I was a freshman. Oh. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Because once I got out of my freshman year, it was already two thousand ten. Yeah. For me, when I got out of when I, when I got out of my senior year, <clears throat> it was still two thousand nine. Yeah. That the reason why I know it <clears throat> by year is because. I'm a year, pretty much like a year behind. Yeah. Because I graduated in 2013 instead of 2012, which oh, would be okay. my 12th grade. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but I remember Anthony Obama kind of introduced me more oh, to... 2009? Summer 09 was really fun. I agree. Like, I have a lot of memories for summer. Oh, summer 09? Yeah. yeah. 09, 010 for me, yeah. yeah. Um, I agree. I agree. You know... Let's make it official. That was a good summer year. Summer 09. Best summer of all time. Well, I won't say summer. Oh, I had summer school. It yeah, even actually, rhymes. yeah. 2000, 2009. And we are all doing fine until I now. I had summer school. I met all my friends from Weber who I ended up being friends with in high school and yeah. so on and so forth. Good shit. What a good year. Yeah, totally forgot about that. Dude, I like, I hung out with with Elo and Joseph Sarcos all summer. Did you have summer school too? I taught summer school. <laughs> my, you taught to my summer school? I was kidding. No, I taught at Edison because uh, I was already. I had oh, already so you taught graduated. Robert's summer school? <laughs> I think so. I think so. I taught. Um, that makes sense. I taught someone named uh, Edwin, Edwin or Giovanni. Um, then there was another like Jose. And there was a few. There was a few others. Oh my god, dude! Uh, was his name Zachary? Yeah, but I remember I brought a 
uh, Gamal Salama, who was my mentor during uh-huh. the time, uh-huh. um, called me and said, hey, bring me a piece of cake because um, I want chocolate cake. And I said, wait, from you want chocolate cake? And he's like, yeah, I want chocolate cake. Um, bring me chocolate cake from anywhere. I don't care where it's from. You don't even have to come to work on time. Just bring me cake and like um I'll I'll pay you back or whatever. I was like, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about paying me back. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go get the cake. And I went to go to Sawayo mm-hmm. and I bought like a chocolate cake, a piece of chocolate cake there. Yeah. Because uh during the time they would sell pieces just slices of cake. Um and they give it to me in the pink box, right? Okay. And uh, one of the students, I bought myself like pan dulce. I bought Salama the chocolate cake. And then I got myself, um, during the time I drank milk and I didn't hack my lungs because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I drank milk. Um, I had my pan dulce with, with my milk and I think a, a bolillo. Mm-hmm. And then I had his chocolate cake there. And then I got him a pan dulce also. Mm-hmm. And um, I happened to have catch him as we were walking in. And I gave him the pan dulce, like the concha. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then um, he was like, okay, like, I'll, I'll be in there. Like, you just leave the cake on the counter by my desk. And then um, tell the students what to get started on, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So I did that. And one of the kids, his name was Zachary. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yo, what's that? And I was like, oh, it's it's cake. He goes, man, why are you lying? You brought us all donuts. Bless you. Uh, he's like, man, why are you lying? You brought us all donuts. I was like, I know I didn't. Like, uh, it's, it's legit cake. Like, it's cake. Mm-hmm. He goes, why are you bringing cake? And I was like, oh, you guys didn't know? No, what? It's uh it's Salama's birthday. Oh, <laughs> and he goes, oh, It's Salama's birthday? And then there cause Salama wasn't in yet, you know, because I was setting everybody up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, I was like, Yeah, it's his birthday today. Like, um, so I brought him the cake because I wanted to surprise him. Like, so I put it behind these binders so he can't see it from where he's gonna be sitting at. I go, but um <laughs> I think it was like we got there like at eight in the morning. It's like, but once it hits like nine o'clock, like I want you guys like to get it. Cause they were, uh, Zachary was sitting on one side of the room. Edwin was sitting up opposite. Uh-huh. And then the kid named Jose was sitting opposite of me. And we were like on the each wall. And, um, I go, once it's nine o'clock though, 9 a.m., I want you guys to like, stand up and start like singing happy birthday for him and just like because they'll have a surprise him yeah he doesn't see the cake Mm -hmm. so because it's behind the binders in the middle of the table Mm -hmm. and one of you guys can grab the cake and give it to him and he's like yeah like i'm hella down for that like yeah let's do it like so evil i was like all right yeah cool and i remember i forgot that i told him to do that Oh, like uh, I'm like helping another student, and then it hits nine o'clock, and I just see I'm like 
helping somebody and then all of a sudden um i kind of turn around and i see zachary and edwin like looking at each other from across the room they're like yeah and they're just like yeah like doing the, the <laughs> head nod, like, yeah and i'm just oh thinking myself, like what the fuck are they doing and then uh edwin gets up and then he like walks over to jose and like taps him and he like points at the hey like do you see like the the problem right there but he like pointed at the clock and i go oh yeah i start laughing yeah that's right it's the llama in there <laughs> it's the llama's in there with his back to everybody and then zachary turns around he's like happy birthday to you and then he's like as he's like singing the song He's literally like getting on top of the chairs and he's like starts like thizzle dancing, like slowly yeah, to yeah. like a slow thizzle dance to the, and then and then Edwin and Jose like turn around and they grab the box with the chocolate cake in it. And then Salama turns around. He looks at all three of them because everyone's just like, oh, yeah. And everyone's like trying to like uh, Encu- start, like encourage it. Yeah. Encourage it and start kind of like hyping up to start singing. He goes. And Salama like looks at everybody. He's like, "What the heck is wrong with all of you?" And then he's like, "What?" And then he goes, "Get off of the table, you weirdo! What's wrong with you?" He goes, "It's your birthday. Like it's your birthday, right? Like it's your birthday. We got you the cake and blah blah." He goes, "It's not my birthday." (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, "Holy shit! You guys went through with it." And then they're like, Felix, Felix told us it's your birthday. And you're cracking and a blast. Died. And I was like, no, I didn't. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I hella hear your sister. No, I didn't. I like, no, I didn't. What? And then they're like, and so I was like, everybody sit back down. <laughs> and they're just looking at me like, you told us it was his birthday. I was like, yeah, I lied. I was like, he just wanted cake. I was like, I don't know why you guys were asking. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell Salama? <laughs> yeah, I told Salama after, during their lunch break. I was like, you told him it was your birthday. He just started dying. He's like, they're so, they're so weird. <laughs> Because <laughs> they're laughing because Zach started thizzle dancing to a birthday song. And he's like on the table. He's on the table. I can imagine it. He's like hella into it. Yeah, I was dying, dude. I was like, oh my God, oh my why God. why are we like this? <laughs> um I can imagine you sitting there cracking up laughing. I was funny at one point. I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was funny, man. What, what I, happened? I'm still funny. I'm hilarious. <laughs> you know. It just went to dad jokes. I, I don't need approval from anyone. I got my own. My own button. Here. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna need that on speaker <laughs> for some of your jokes. Um I guess this you, is, when you when you stream, just click it. Oh, I know. I'm just like you know what? I'm gonna record. Oh, thanks, guys. Thanks. I'm gonna just record. I know I'm hilarious. I'm just gonna record Lana laughing at my stuff. <laughs> That's just, it. It'll just be Lana laughing. Um, <laughs> she's like, he, 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 he. "That's my best friend." Good, my best friend. Um, but was in this? Oh, so I was gonna do an art advice segment, but 
Um, recently, I was looking through my emails for Polaroid Fox, and I've had my Polaroid Fox email since 2010. Mm-hmm. So it's 10 years old now. Um, and I have, I like was accident. I accidentally erased some of my notifications from Twitch mm-hmm. from when I got followers. Right. And I personally didn't want to delete those emails mm-hmm. because that's like kind of besides mm-hmm. Streamlabs. Mm-hmm. It's progress. That's like the only way that I remember of some of the people that followed me. Oh, okay. okay. Um, so one of the people that did follow me from the beginning was, uh, remember Yo Julian? Yeah. When we were streaming yeah. Halo. Okay. So I saw that email. I was like, oh shit, how far back are my emails? So let me double check. So I found an email from. 2014 and this is kind of a hidden gem and it might be a very very exclusive song do you go through your emails yes daily every day um so this is an email um with a song that's uh probably gonna be an exclusive uh therapy release so i wish i had like gunshots and stuff but i don't um but this is a song that I was actually going to be working on with Spitz One, who is now Coco Bebop. Um, back in 2014, it was from a beat by, um, what's his name? Flying Lotus uh, during the time. You have the beat? No. I don't, ha- I don't have the beat on me, but I have something a little bit more special. Go for it. So uh, this yes, is. Am I in it? Huh? Am I in it? No, you're not. 2014? 2014. I wasn't even around. (laughs) (laughs) So this is a song me and Coco Bebop were working on. And uh, Coco sent me his verse back in 2014. And this song is called uh, Between Friends. And this is uh, Coco Bebop. Hopefully this plays. New exclusive. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Spit Spiegel. Since now I know I gotta choose a side I'm kinda being me, low key Cause under a leader I don't feel free And if you think that I'm wrong, I don't care Because you ain't them, and to anybody like me Go ahead and hate them, if living life Is being happy, what about the afterlife Maybe it's the opposite, or maybe We just live it twice, maybe we just want A picture perfection, no intellection Every lifeless paradise, and we don't need elections Checking the biased opinion Angel of minion, doesn't matter Pros and cons outweigh a decision In the end, all that matters is who you truly are it may be a little bizarre, spray painted a cop called Dookie Swag. He wanna make a track, but nigga Dookie Lag. I ain't got time for that. He missed his chance, what a stupid fag. He don't want it, his style wasn't wanted. And he only got it cause the industry pondered. Coco. Fucking hydromorphone, killing my spirit like I survived the war zone. Though I won the war, though when I won the battle, it took a toll upon my torso. Now I walk around with a heavy shadow. Get off my back, surviving wasn't worth it. Swear this life will never cut me slack. Me and my spirit, we had to fight as one. And I'm an asshole only cause my rhymes are tight as one. Nigga, I'm the tightest one. Rhyming and I don't quit. Labeled as a terrorist cause I'm just so explosive. Yeah, I'm compulsive, no obsessive disorder. More like oppressive, a psycho. Logical yo, borders, uh. yo, exclusive look come through with the no just, i'm joking I don't know. <laughs> oh i was like your verse isn't in there 
No, uh, I never recorded my verse. Oh, I hella thought that was you about to go off right now. And then <laughs> no, I was like, oh, wait, did, you're actually right? talking. Damn. Like, yo, yo. But yeah. Uh, I can't even do that part. Muscle con las palabras. <laughs> just that verse <laughs> in it again. Just so, yeah. I'll just do, I'll just do my, um, I'll just do my fucking, what's it called? Oh my God. What was that song called? Um, so appalled verse. That was, uh, Spitz Spiegel or our good friend of the show, Coco Bebop with his verse for, uh, a song that never released called between friends, um, which was me and him kind of doing a verse and then i think we were planning to do like a back and forth thing i don't know um anyways for the our advice segment i did have a question for you dom um it's not like the normal our advice that we do but it is a topic of conversation that i wanted to hear from you and get your opinion on because uh both you and i are technically content creators and uh i follow someone on Twitter who recently got into a relationship and made it abundantly public that he got into a relationship and is now unfollowing every follower Mm -hmm. from the opposite sex uh, just to kind of please his girl. So my question for you is, what is the social media etiquette when you have a new boyfriend or girlfriend? Do you unfollow everyone from the opposite sex? And how does this affect you if you're a content creator? No. Um. Okay, so there's a family your sister watches. Um, and it's the Ace family. Yes. And I agree to this extent, but there's always secrets. So who knows? From my understanding, the Ace family, um, their Instagram, their Twitter, maybe Facebook, I don't know. Yeah. But their social medias, they only follow themselves. Okay. So husband and wife and the daughters that they made the account for, or one of the daughters that they made the account for. Oh, actually, I think there's two now. There's two accounts. Yeah. For both daughters. Both parents follow each other. Including the kids. That's who they follow. Oh, really? They don't follow anybody else. They don't even follow um, promotion. um, Whoever they promote with. Wow. They only follow themselves and then their own page. Yeah. So each one has their own account and then they have their home main page. Yeah. And that's all they follow. And each one of those pages, they only have the, the, let's say, six. That's all they follow. Kind of like the KFC Twitter. What do you mean? Uh, KFC follows um, six guys named Herb and all of the Spice Girls. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Then yeah. Because they 11 herbs and spices. Oh, my God. No, Not for 7-Eleven? It's just somebody named Eleven? No, it's because it's KFC. Do they really follow... The yes. Spice Girls? Yes, they follow all five Spice Girls, and they follow 11 guys named Herb. Like, I I know for them, it's a it's part of the joke. Oh, my God. But it's like I, Wendy's. Yeah. Wendy's follow us, please. Wendy's Twitter blew up <clears throat> and made 
everybody get into the social media. Yeah. I that's point blank period. That's what happened. Yeah. Without Wendy's, none of these like McDonald's and all that would have um social medias. That's true. Um anyways, yeah. I see the benefits of it and the reason of doing this is because of the um bad publicity. The negative. Yeah. The negative about them, the rumors about them. They don't see it. They don't want to see it. If they do see it, it's because um, a news article is talking about them. And that's how they see it. Or they like purposely look for it. Not even purposely. Because, you know, you can set up Google to pop yeah. up every time your name pops up. Some, something like that. That's probably what they have. Yeah. Or if their name pops up, they'll click on it and they're like, oh, my God. Okay. When they know it's bullshit, they just don't look at it. Yeah. I mean. Like I said, I don't know how far secretly maybe Austin probably has an account where he's following other people. Maybe Catherine does too. She's following hello people. Because from my understanding, she likes um, James Charles. They all like James Charles. Yeah. But they don't follow him on social media. Okay. So do they follow him on YouTube? Do they see all their news things on YouTube? Do they see their news things through um Google, whatever the reason is, but the reason why they don't follow anybody on Instagram or on Twitter is because they don't want to see drama. And it's sometimes it's fake drama. Sometimes it's people like trying to start up something because they want to see the world burn or whatever. Because Toast even said it too. Toast, I guess, snapped at his. Um, oh, because of Ray? Chat. Yeah, because yeah, they're like, oh, where's Ray. Toxic Woman Ray? Yeah. And he's like, look, I invited her to my channel i invited her into my group i like playing with ray and i and she's a fun girl to play with i like playing with her all of this drama like people in this world there's always that one percent that likes to ruin it and want to see the world like like always have fake drama or like like bring up like a problem that's not even there there yeah yeah i've yeah. seen that I seen and that i already. i thought that's true like People are just enjoying the content. People are just enjoying their video or enjoying watching them. And all of a sudden there's that one like, did you hear? Like, no offense, but like the whole Pokey thing, like Pokimane and yeah. um, what the name? I don't know. That's how like unimportant it really is. Yeah, no, honestly. But for somebody to come out and actually like, here's my receipts and then Pokimane do her um, live video and explain her situation. Mm -hmm. Like don't feed the fire you know yeah. what i mean so when you talk about like boyfriends going oh i deleted all the girls off of my account because my girl doesn't like it that's kind of not okay that's like controlling not low-key high-key that's high-key controlling yeah cause but i can understand if the man the the gentleman in question takes the initiative to unfollow women because Either they, he's had history with them. Yeah. Or maybe he's flirted with them. You know what I mean? Like, if he decides to follow that route because he just like, you know what? How about I take these, you know, in his defense, if like he takes it out because he's like, yeah, I don't, I'm never going to talk to them again. Because I'm, you know, I like this girl. I like the girl I'm with. But sometimes there's all those guys that keep their options open still. Yeah. You know, and that's how you kind of, that's how these females know, like, Oh, yeah, this guy's the one. This guy, legit. This guy seriously, like, literally unfollowed everybody. And then I don't, I don't condone or I don't, I don't praise 
the ones, the videos that I see on TikTok too, that are like, babe, I don't like this girl you're following. I'm going to unfollow her. And then the boyfriend's like, babe, I don't care who the fuck you unfollow. I don't care if you take my whole list of my friends and unfollow everybody. And it's just you unfollowing because that's all I, that's all I care. Like, I get that's a, that's like a positive attitude about it, but that's still not okay. Do you, do you have you seen you, those? No, because yeah. I, don't, I don't, I don't get on. Yeah. I, as much as I need to be on social media, I'm not really on social media like that. Mm-hmm. Like I lurk a lot. I yeah, um, same. So I'm more active now on Twitter after maybe like a two year hiatus from Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, on Instagram, I post, I repost shit, and I share stuff to my story. But other than that, I don't really post anything yeah. besides like the podcast episode coapostherapy.com. Um. <laughs> No, but no, I, uh, but, I, I don't, I don't think it's a good idea, but I also don't think it's a bad idea. I would say, would you take it as a red flag though? Like if your significant other, like you just started dating the person and all of a sudden. Well, yeah, like, red flag for sure. They make it. I get, I get that you have trust issues. Yeah. But I'm not that person. I would take it as a big red flag. Now, like. Because if they. Let's say, for example, you come to me and you tell me. I don't like this person, this person, this person you're following. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to say who the person in question is, like, because it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Why? And if you have your reasons of why, okay, cool. But if your reason is because, oh, I feel uncomfortable. Then you continue to feel uncomfortable. I guess, because I'm, if you know me, I'm not texting them. Yeah. Just because they're following me. Okay. If they send me messages, I mean, I show you, I'm like, (laughs) look who they fucking... Like the the I'm not even following the person, but someone messaged me and was just like, "Yo, hit me up." Uh, what did I, what did I tell you? Hit me up. Like, I forgot what it was, but I rem- I remember that. But, but like, hit me up when you free, or hit me yeah. up when you um when you single or some shit like that. And I, oh yeah, hit me up one day. I'm like, um, okay, no. And they didn't, and it's weird because I, I don't follow them. They sent me the message, and I don't get the message directly unless I click on it. But I was like, no, I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm not going to follow, or I'm not going to answer that. Like, unless I'm going to hit you up for a collab or, you know, you're actually one of my friends, then cool. But if I don't know who you are, I'm not going to answer you. And that's one of those things, too, because, like I said, I would take it as a big red flag. Like, if you were, if you or my significant other would just be like, no, me. Say me. Yeah, if you were to make it public. The fact that it's made public is what the big red flag for me oh, is. Oh, like, like that's why it's kind of like what kind of social media etiquette like do you believe in? No, because it, it is like that I, is that technically social? I would social see it media as etiquette for a relationship, yeah. So like posting media. posting every holiday, posting once a week is that social media etiquette because i i don't care no what i'm saying in the sense of being in a relationship what's the etiquette social media wise no i'm asking what i'm saying posting about what we do or posting um every holiday picture we need to take every christmas thanksgiving well i'm more saying in the sense of like um that's etiquette i mean that's that is kind of etiquette but i'm saying in the sense of like going Making it public and just being like, all right, ladies, I'm with Dom now. So 
every girl that I follow, I'm going to unfollow no, you. No, and I don't think and that's I think, cool. I think that's like a huge red flag. Because if you really want to just unfollow all the you do girls, it. you just do it. Yeah. You don't have to make it publicly known. No, and I don't need, I honestly, like, okay, to those who've done that, cheers to you. That's your own life. You want to you wanna live like that? You want to live in the limelight? You go right ahead. Yeah. But I just feel like you really don't need to put your business out there or need to tell people what the fuck you're doing. Your moves. You don't have to tell people your moves. You just move. Yeah. Point play, period. If you want to announce it after, cool. But- there be no reason to because you already unfollowed them all. Yeah. And th- and that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it, if, and okay. especially if I'm with somebody for, let's say, five years. Oh. No, no, no. I'm just uh, somebody else. Let's just say. Oh, who is it? You. I'm, ju- I'm fucking with you. Come on. <laughs> no, let's just say, let's say I'm with somebody for five years, right? And within those five years, you know, we're just, we're vibing, we're having a good time. And all of a sudden he turns to me and he tells me, Hey, I unfollowed all the females on on my social media. On my social media. Okay, why? And two two ways is gonna take this. One, he's gonna say, Oh, because you're the only girl for me. You're the only girl I wanna see. Two, um, I don't wanna make you feel uncomfortable. I'm gonna take those both the same way. Okay. Why? Is there somebody, something I shouldn't know? Is there somebody in that mix that I don't need to know? If it's nothing, if it's not a big deal, just, yeah, okay. Follow somebody. Yeah. Explain explain who it is. But if it's really that trusty, like if you're having that much of a trust issue between the two, why are you even with them? Like, why are you even bothered by it? Why yeah. are you bothered by it, first of all? Yeah. Secondly... Why is she bothered over it? What made what do you do that made her like not trust you like not her. trust you like that? Yeah. So you know what I mean? Like at that point you're just like, okay. And and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. I appreciate that. You didn't have to do that. But if yeah. he throws some shit at me like now you gotta do it, bitch, you must be tripping. <laughs> and that and that's what I mean. Like especially That's red flag to me. Like if he throws the like Oh, I did it. So, so now, now you're you gotta do it. now you got to do it. Okay, I didn't tell you to go and follow every female. Yeah, that's your life. You want to follow the females? By by all means, don't yeah. don't have your sister call me up and ask me why my brother unfollow me. Fuck, I don't know. He's tripping. And and that's where I see it also, and especially like now, this is from a relationship, I guess, boyfriend girlfriend, or perspective now as a content creator like what what i would say like what benefit would it do to me losing half of my audience why oh like because I, you're doing that yeah mm-hmm. like you like what benefit like, actually what? you gain up as as toxic as the internet is they love it yeah that's true but at the same time it becomes more Didn't it, like, we mean you just literally watched the video before this pot before the podcast started where he had two drinks in front of him. Oh, yeah, that's right. One was his ex-girlfriend and one was his girlfriend. His girlfriend was asking him questions, current girlfriend, asking him questions about who he would rather or who's better or who's this, who's that, and he kept going for the ex-girlfriend. She's getting pissed. 
but he kept putting the front. Oh, I'm serious. No, I'm serious. Yeah. I'm I'm answering honestly. And you know in those comments are like, oh my god, he got her. Wow, that's hella funny. Like No, that's not cool. Like you literally just pissed her off because you made her feel bad. You made her feel like shit. And he told her, like, why are you feeling like shit for? Well, because I feel like shit too if you over here telling my you know, telling me like, oh, my ex-girlfriend cooks better. My ex-girlfriend looks so, better than you. So now my question is if she cool. knew if she knew like what because what he, kind of content he makes what kind of content yeah, he, she's she trying to known. like aim for yeah. like because and at the same time like why would you put your significant other through like through a that. questionnaire like that well not even the questionnaire but it's like if you already see her getting upset why why antagonize oh no i'm it? talking about the other way around what do you mean like if she, why is she trying to make like a survey why is she trying to survey him like that in the first place survey him yeah where's oh you have to compare me to your ex-girlfriend. No, she didn't do. He's the one that st- set it up. No, I thought she set it up. No, he set it up. From my understanding, from how it looked, no, it looks like she set it up for him. He set it up to be honest to his viewers or to his audience or yeah. to his to his fans. Yeah. But the pull, the prank or whatever you want to call it, to see her get wild up was his idea. His I, idea to set I it thought, up, have her ask the questions. <clears throat> that's why she's like. What the fuck are you doing? Keep reading. Keep reading the questions. Keep reading the questions. See, I thought it was her. No. Doing the the survey for him. Mm-hmm. That's why I was like, "What the fuck does she expect, though?" No, no, no. Because because if it because the way I seen it, I thought it was her going, "Hey, babe, like I have a game that we can play where like well, they you probably have to talked do. about it." No, they more than likely did, mm-hmm. but I thought it was her idea. That's why I was like, "Why are you getting upset?" You're the one that fucking no, wanted to play this he, stupid game. He did it on purpose where he was like, hey, babe, we should play this game. Like, like kind of like that. Like, hey, we yeah. should play this game. What's the game? Oh, I drink and I tell the audience, like, who's better or who's who's who do I prefer more? And yeah. That's why she got all upset because she was like, I don't want to fucking play this game. Well, I, I don't think I've seen, so so seen the beginning of the video. Though. Well, even towards the end where she was getting huffy and puffy and mad. That all told you right there, like, it was his idea. He was the one planning it. Because if she knew about it, I mean, she'd throw a bigger fit, but it'd be a little bit more, like, dramatized, you know? Yeah. But she was legit getting, like, well, that's aggravated. Well, that's what I'm saying. I thought it was her Mm-mm. telling, I thought it was her telling him, like, hey, I have this. this idea that we do this. And then he was, you know what, I'm just going to flip it on her and make her, like, Oh no! Either way, why either way, they both agreed. Dumb. They both agreed on doing <clears throat> it. Mm-hmm. He just decided to flip it. Yeah. But no, it was all him. He's the one that oh. set it up. That's what I'm saying. You can't sit there and be like, "Oh, she's hella dumb for asking those questions." When he knows, she knows he's gonna get those. No, those. but that, but that's what I'm saying. No, like, it was him. He I, knew. He knew what he was doing. He, he had a plan for it. Yes. And he pretty much like told her, like, again, "I'm gonna choose you." Anyways. But again, but again, it goes back to. The whole if a guy does it to a girl, regardless of who does it to who, mm-hmm. why you're with the person now? Like why even no. fucking survey them in the first place? My, no, but like why that, even my go? Thing was, why even? My thing was the, why take it literal when you know what kind of videos he already does. He does videos. 
to mess with you. you well, do she video. does videos like that with him too. I that's what I'm saying because you were like, oh yeah, she does that too. I seen the video before with them like too. The in nails it. and but that's what I'm saying though. What I'm saying is whether or not their video is a prank or not or just a fucking lie and joke. Yeah. My whole thing is for the couples that decide to do stuff like that that are being honest Mm -hmm. what do you expect to happen happen yeah like you you don't think he was serious was he no i knew he wasn't serious but at the same time i was like i know he's fucking with her to get her upset because i thought it was her idea originally i was like oh my god she's why would she even why you're with you're with your significant other now like, why are you even trying to compete with the person they're not even with anymore? Yeah, yeah. And for a fact, like, why even try to compete with the, someone they're not even with or were with? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it, it's it's to say, like, if I were to do that to you or you do that to me, oh, who has the better this or who was the better this? Any answer that's not, oh, you, babe. It's going to be fucking offensive. Yeah. No, that's why. That's why he wanted to do it. Like like I said, I don't know who started off. All I know is his whole plan was to get her upset. Yeah. Was to like see how far he could take it, you know? To get her upset. To get her upset. Mm. So when she was, I'm like, what do you expect? The videos you guys freaking do are literally that. Yeah. Of you guys either getting mad at each other, scared of each other, scared of something going on, but it's just a prank. Yeah. So you can't expect anything new. Prank or not, it's stupid that you put yourself in that situation. I don't know if you've seen, um, I don't know <coughs> if I showed you, I probably showed you. Um, it's an Asian girl and a black guy. Is it the Ling Ling girl? <laughs> yeah, I guess you call her that. Because she, uh... It's, uh, they're called Slice and Rice. Oh, really? Oh. They're the cutest, like, when I first seen them, cutest couple, because they're super genuine. Like, she laughs. <laughs> she's got an adorable laugh, super loud, super obnoxious, but he's super, like, yo, chill. Like, you tell he's hella, hella, like, I don't know, I can't even explain it. Like, yeah. two different cultures, for sure. Yeah. And, like, them getting together, though, but their videos are so genuine, where they do do challenges, they do do, like, interactions and stuff, but... It's just them, like them just laughing with each other, joking with each other. Yeah. They ended up having a kid together. And when they had a kid together, they were super excited. And I don't know if they're married, but I know like their family loves each other. And then they grew, they grew hella big. But those are one of those videos where you're like, okay, this is genuine. This is like legit. They're just funny people. Yeah. Funny people together. They're funny people in general and they make good videos. And it's no, there's no like, we have to make content videos. It's just like him reacting to, I think she's Korean. Honestly, I don't know. It's not the Ling Ling girl though, huh? This one? She fire. Uh. It's Target, yeah. <laughs> no, that's You ever not. seen this one? No. <clears throat> yeah they're like they're super adorable like this one she's like super cheapy so in this video he buys her um expensive designer he buys yeah. her like designer jeans designer shirts designer purse designer jacket yeah and she's like oh 
this is nice. I'd buy this at Ross for like, and he's like, Ross. He's like, no, 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 no. Get like, guess how much it is? Well, I wouldn't spend more than twelve dollars on this. It's a good, like a heavy ass fucking Louis Vuitton like purse oh, really? or something. Yeah, and he's like, Damn. guess how much I bought it for? How much? He goes, well, I bought it at, and then he'd show the bag, and she's like, how much did you buy it for? Like he bought a, uh, I want to say it's like a like a winter jacket, probably twelve hundred. What the fuck? And she's like screaming at him. Maddie, no, you need to return this now. It's good. I want my baby to have good quality clothes because some of the shit you be wearing. <laughs> and she's like, she's and he showed her a T-shirt that he bought for like 30 bucks. And she's like, okay, I can see it, but I will, n- I will never, you will never find me spending $30, spending $30 on a T-shirt. Yeah. Or he bought pants for her. I think the pants were like 60, 70 bucks. And they're like, good. you could tell they're good designer fitted jeans for her. But he was like, oh, these were perfect. I feel like my baby would rock these. She's like, oh, these are kind of cute. Like, okay, okay. How much were these? He's like, I'll show you. So he shows her the receipt. Maddie, what the fuck? It's like $600 receipt with the jeans and a t-shirt. Damn. That's crazy. <laughs> She's like, no, you need to return this. He's like, no, no. These are good quality clothes. These clothes can last you a lifetime. She's like, all these clothes, all these clothes can last me like a week. And then they're getting, they're getting in the, they're sending it. We're getting it, sending it, we're sending it back to the store. Like there's no fucking way. Yeah. I was like, kind of fill around that though. Like, I mean, a lot of, I think a lot of us do where it's just like, there's no way you're going to spend more than 20 bucks on a t-shirt. Like even 20 bucks on a t-shirt is kind of like, pushing it no but it's like you're talking about like just like plaited like you know what i mean like these are 20 but it has herbs and it has the herb logo and spices herbs and spices but you're talking about like your playstation shirt mm-hmm. at gamestop yeah you spent 20 dollars on that no you spent maybe like 12 maybe 15 on it i spent three bucks on this shirt because oh, it was it, on clearance, it was on and clearance? I got an employee discount during. But time. original price for T-shirts at GameStop? I think like fifteen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's a pretty okay price. If you're buying brand name, not name brand. If you're buying like business clothing, or for example, your friend who does um clothing clothing line yeah you, you're gonna expect to spend a little more because it's the product that they use and there's not a lot of them yeah because every every amount that they use okay that kind of makes sense right yeah. so if you're talking about mass production of a t-shirt that's just a white tee that you can fucking get at target yeah you're gonna spend less than 20 bucks on it right yeah okay you're not gonna sell a white tee and draw like a shitty ass emblem on it and go oh this is designer six hundred dollars uh no okay no offense yeezy for example his fucking clothes look like um homeless people clothes hobo hobo clothes they were just ripped up pants where did they do that i forgot what what show made fun of it where they like they 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 took the pants from the homeless man and gave him a brand new pair Say here, you get the out of date clothes. Yeah, <laughs> like nicer clothes. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was funny. I don't know. I don't. I can't see myself spending more than twenty bucks unless reasonable. 
Like mm-hmm. it, I'm usually, I'm not even on Marshalls, but if I am, I'm going to spend less than that. Yeah. Cause even when I go to, I, when I do go to Kohl's, they are designer clothes, but I'm in the clearance section only mm-hmm. and I'm not spending anything more than 10 bucks. I feel it. I feel it. Pants will probably be the only thing I'll spend more money on. But yeah. Okay. I'm done. Hmm? Are you done? You look done. Yeah, I'm really tired. Okay. I gotta be up in like four hours. I got so much energy. Let's go. Um All right. Thank you guys again. Happy Tuesday, happy Tuesday, happy Tuesday. Um, thank you guys so much for coming out today. We really appreciate it. Um, man, what a long episode. It feels really long. You're going to cut it all anyway. I know. We're f- literally four hours in. But uh, thank you guys so much for coming out. Guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Um, I'm player one, Polaroid Fox. I'm with player two, Damn Dami. Um, catcher on Twitch and Facebook Gaming under the name Damn Dami. You can catch me at PolaroidFox.com. I am Polaroid Fox on all social media. Uh, that's F O X X. So Polaroid F O X X. Um, I'm also on Twitch. I'm going to be starting streaming soon. Uh, just to kind of like kick off the new year. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to promote right now. Oh, we got shirts available for pre-order at the moment. Uh, shirts will be coming out soon. Aiming to the end of uh, December. Um, perfect for a Christmas gift idea. Or maybe just to celebrate the new year with us. Um, again, it's $15 for the pre-order. And $20 for when the shirt actually does come out. Um, don't get it confused. It's not $35 for the shirt. It's $15 for the shirt as a pre-order. Um, $20 for the shirt when it actually comes out. So we're rewarding you for ordering early. Um, so yeah, guys. Thank you guys so much again. Uh, I appreciate y'all. Thank you for being here and watching us progress into this crazy awesome adventure yeah and then i know this isn't a christmas songs this episode but um with man on the moon 3 coming out i just wanted to kind of get you guys ready for the the man on the moon 3 the chosen one but yeah thank you guys so much again for coming out uh i really appreciate it um enjoy the rest of your day or the rest of your night the rest of your evening whatever uh merry christmas right well Well, no not really merry christmas merry christmas is not until our next episode are we Uh, having a christmas episode it's on christmas huh maybe who knows we may surprise you with some content but yeah oh yeah christmas eve we'll see you guys on the next episode. Happy holidays. I know Hanukkah is coming. Yeah, happy holiday happy Hanukkah to all my all my Jewish friends. All my Jewish all our Jewish listeners. Oh yeah, Hanukkah was the eleventh. So yeah, happy Hanukkah. Yeah. 
Uh, have a good one, you guys. We love you. Thank you guys for coming out again. Enjoy the rest of the evening. Go ahead. Go ahead. You can just slide this Bye. one.